0: Reproduction or other use of this broadcast or podcast without the express written consent of Spaced Out Radio or Spaced Out Radio Limited is strictly prohibited. Listener discretion is advised. the mountains of british columbia to you listening around the world this is spaced out radio with host dave scott you can follow us on our website spacedoutradio.com on itunes and tune in follow dave on twitter at spaced out radio on Facebook at Spaced Out Radio Show or on our YouTube channel, Spaced Out Radio Show.
1: Are you playing
2: with Bigfoot and aliens again? Uh dad, you gotta stop haunting the goats. It's scaring
0: them. Alright,
3: seriously, put down the pointy sticks.
4: Okay! Game on!
5: Game on! Game on! <laughs>
2: Word is
6: all right, all right, all
0: right. Buckle up, space travelers. It's time to go for a ride on spaced out radio. Mr. Bumblefoot, Dave is ready for liftoff.
4: Seriously, Dave, really? Aren't you a little old for a tinfoil hat? I am
2: Colby.
7: Goodbye. Griffith, please take your seat at the We're looking forward to the day.
0: Start. Two, one. Boost ignition and lift off. And now, filling in for Dave Scott, here's James Tyson. Hello,
5: everybody, and welcome to Spaced Out Radio. It is I, James Tyson, in for the beloved Dave Scott, who is out carousing somewhere at a, at some kind of paracon in, in Baston. But I want to thank you for tuning in tonight. I want to thank everybody for just kind of running down the hall and jumping up into the old log cabin here where I am broadcasting from the 13th floor of Spaced Out Radio Network. In my sweet log cabin here in the Pacific. Hello, everybody. Well, to the welcome lower left, Canadian Coast, or spaced or out radio. It is I, James Tyson, in the Pacific Northwest. For the beloved Scott. I want to take a time to welcome everybody somewhere. Uh, at some kind of paragon radio. Boston. dot com on thank on United you Public Radio, radio Network. Tonight. Tonight. Renegade Talk I Radio. Want to thank the high everybody for Talk just Radio. And running network. down the hall and jumping up and into the old log cabin. Down our friends in Noonan, Georgia, from WQ the 13th floor, spaced out, spaced out the key. Radio Network Noonan, Georgia, in Georgia, the capital cabin of cabin. the You're Walking Paranormal Portal. Those of listening on iTunes. Tune in. What we call. Cascadia, talk stream live on Northwest stitcher west and radio I want to I take some time to welcome F-M. everybody listening on the and i want to tell um, you that out radio are going to on be spreaker on, on the united the public radio network tonight renegade talk radio very, a high very special guest radio network is beaming through all down our from, friends in well, Noonan, georgia the other side of the w- key, rocky mountains to me she's a the canadian noon and we're not going to hold that because of the walking dead those and listening on iTunes, too. tune in. We are bringing to Talk, you, stream live on Stitcher, April and Radio Guy. She's one of those M psychic. I want to tell you, kind of don't hide herself in a tent, We um, are going to be and tripping the and light kind of just fantastic tonight. Quietly go through a very, life, very special guests. A couple of cards is, uh, beaming uh, through, through all the way from well, the, the other side of the Rocky Mountains to fine. me. She she's on a Canadian, and we're quest. not going to hold Searching that against for truth, her because love, so am I. And her connection to the angel is and spirit guides—we are bringing she to you the wonderful Elizabeth. She'll want to find out what now. She's one of those has to offer psychics that kind of when don't hide intuitive in a tent, energy um, that she draws and channels and kind of just comes through from other life in order to help you reading a expand couple of your cards, consciousness uh, maybe your tea leaves. Now, she has a number you, of your dog is just great social media connections here on a on bit of a, a follower along on truth love, on instagram connections elizabeth, elizabeth, elizabeth to the angel, angel on spirit guides is what on she will do she has a wonderful youtube channel she wanted to find out what elizabeth april universe elizabeth april to offer dot for when the intuitive website. energy uh, that she draws and channels work she's comes doing through from other dimensions in order to help all over you the world. expand your she's consciousness. She's traveled. She knows what now, she's talking about. She has and a number enough. Great social media over connections here. With us. here. Now you could you can follow her along Dave on Instagram up with a psychic Elizabeth, Elizabeth this April one. on Facebook. We'll find on Twitter. She Elizabeth, has a wonderful well, YouTube based out radio Elizabeth April and hey Elizabeth James. April. Thanks, thanks so much for having me on again. For her well, website. Uh this is the first time I've ever had you on work. so this she's is kind cool. Great yeah, contacts really cool. all yeah. over the world. Yeah, i have to traveled. start listening to Dave knows what she's talking about it. Connecting yeah, with Elizabeth April. That she has that, that is going to be over fun here with us. And it's uh, mm-hmm. a really good time to be wound up with a thing as nice as this one. Elizabeth, what we'll do you find out? What do you find? Elizabeth, welcome to Spaced Out Radio. Y- is the number one sp- request so much to
4: having me on again.
5: From Oh, pfft. a client This is the in first time you. I've ever had you on, so this is kind of cool.
4: <laughs> um, yeah, I yeah, really think that's, cool. a, that's yeah. a good question. It's yeah, I'm going to have to start listening to Dave's show a little bit more. Stay connected with Elizabeth April. things
5: going on in the that, that is going to be fun. But and for it's right uh, now, a really good time' say for to the be past six months staying connected a lot of the requests
4: uh, are, Elizabeth what do you, you know, who am I
5: find it's so is, beautiful
4: because you know the whole title of today's tonight's show is stay connected from and uh, and people have been thirsty for the connection really uh, with um, well you know that's and. A good question. It's so but beautiful that I have the tough questions the because to you know, bring there's, a there's, there's a lot of people into this. A lot of things going on people's lives because for but so, so for long right people now, have been, and I would say, relentlessly giving up their power and distracting, distracting themselves again. It's so beautiful because you know the whole title of really offensively show is a lot of people right now. I find and people rambling to find the truth the within themselves with so themselves. And, and once again it's right so now beautiful that i have 6 months maybe even for the past year the number people into get, newfound you know, connection you know, with asking the
2: question who because I am I? for
4: so long and people uh, have and, been you know how and to giving their power very and distract exact. distracting themselves the best time thing time about time about again I can do with other things is, is that the typical authentically them so a lot of people right now i find them rambling to find the show in that way within themselves as you know it's really... Exists. I mean, it's not once again, right now for the past six and months, maybe even for the, the past year, the number one tool that I use that I get access. is... You know, to bring people to the their information and understanding uh, you know, uh, that to is just an illusion. It's very past the present and the but future are all. The thing about but what I happening
1: is, is you really
4: want to tackle the, the question. You know, who am I? And don't necessarily. You can't just look at the present uh, moment because a lot of I work the time energy. Energy. the present moment so so is not an illusion. The present moment it doesn't really a projection. It's not actually linear. It's not. This is the number one tool that I use that I person in, to bring people to their information into into the past, the understanding difference. that time is it may be an illusion, and maybe the past that have happened, happened in your life, but so we also have to go into past lifetimes as well. So if you really to want really to explore, tackle the question, you know, you know the essence of where I, you have been, we can't just you can look at the present, present moment, because a lot of the time times the present moment is simply an illusion, is that we are simply a projection, it's an distraction, of not actually the authentic truth. So in order to figure out you know to really understand is. the power we that we only have, we must go we into have to just get over or the as as future and
2: understand you know and and where maybe we're going, going in the future to really gain life. access, to, but we also have to the full and broad of picture, picture of who, who that, that person, explore, who that
4: individual, you is. know, the essence so of where, so where you have been. Because what I really believe and understand, be on the channeling that I've gone through, is that I don't. We are simply an accumulation of everyone that we have been like? Who am I really? And and then, I want you know, to really understand the power happy that we have, and we have to just give over honest, to the future you know, in my position, and understand, you know, where you know, we're going in the future to really gain different access to, different roles to play, the full and broad picture so of beautiful. who so that person, who that, that definitely that individual makes my is. job quite interesting so in, the in the long absolutely run. The run. But yeah, uh, to answer your question, I think be the number thing that people are asking from me don't me or for me. And I don't know who I am in the present. Do you think that's changed over maybe the last five years? or we and what do I want out of are, life that's going to make me happy and satisfied. That there
6: is more and to, themselves to be honest, you know, in my than, position,
4: it's different um, time, you know. Every like individual to has say, a different yeah, piece, a different talk role to Fred? play, I can't which find is so <laughs> beautiful. So, Definitely, people really are, makes my are job. actually Quite connecting a little bit more to this. But, oh, uh, but yeah, to answer yes, your question, that so was the number one thing yeah. that people yeah. are asking. Yeah. Like, from me um, or out of you know, me I was or finding for me. a couple years <laughs> ago exactly what you're saying. Do you think saying? that's changed over maybe
5: the last five stuff, you know? years? Are we becoming well, what's a little
4: going on more. On with or am not asking my help. Are people understanding that there is more to themselves than. And it's great to, you know, to
5: someone like you to say, could I talk to a That's not really the main cause
4: of any sort of fear and in insecurity in your life. It goes deeper than this.
7: that. Oh, yeah. And, yes, you know, yes, I learned so bang on, long long yes, ago, I'm definitely in but um, I learned a long time you know, ago that I'm finding a couple years ago I am
4: exactly not what you're saying. To be giving any information stuff, you know, you know, unless well, someone asks my help. for it. Well, it's on with my finances, you know? So I'm to just answer these questions. I mean, graciously, to go deeper than what they're just asking me in the moment, friends, and I just simply don't need deeper, it's of so beautiful beautiful that you bring in because of being fearful and insecurity, and you're allowed to change the transition and and that I've been know, I learned drastically in the really past long couple time years I know I'm like 24, but I learned yeah, a long time ago that with these I am not willing well, you know, to be giving uh, any information, information Unless yeah, someone. Of course, at, I can, for it. but that's, that's really, really my pushing me and pushing them. So I mean, to understand the deeper messages here and to go deeper than what they're coming after me. If you friend, then I just simply don't go. Self. And you it's know so your financial abundance, abundance your security, your romantic relationship transition that, that I've been seeing in throughout past past you, your perspectives of you. So stop just judging yeah, yourself with the aspects of, aspects of, 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 yourself, of yourself, yourself, the definition you of yourself, the label, you and start actually yes, just asking, asking yourself, yourself you know, how you really feel about things, how you resonate, and where your intuition lies, the deeper messages here, and that's really what it all comes down to. That's essentially what I have deeper messages to yourself you know your know, financial funding your security your romantic relationship you oyster. are all uh, aspects of you the they're, they're all projections of, of you so to is um, distracting yourself with the, the other aspects you know, of aspects the definition of your visioning at this time and start actually, actually just more asking yourself, yourself. You know, how you yourself. Ask, feel about things so, how you resonate and learn yeah, your intuition what it is to be human and what are the aspects of yourself and what is serving you what is and all of people do is, you know, as long as they're asking the right questions you know different the, world the universe entirely is oh, mm-hmm. entirely new dimension the other thing that, that everyone's waking up to and part of this um, other dimension is the fact the other, that you know we are one species at this time among is an more infinite inter- amount of species and not only so, on this yeah, planet like, you not know not we go is is to these layers but within be universe human and, and, what the and a lot of people are very curious about this and the reason why they're so curious about these different aspects you know there's also these extraterrestrial different world. because we as humans new are dimensions simply different that everyone's waking up to and it's part of this species. other dimension so I and mean it's, the fact it's so that funny I just got the words in my head it's like, like finding these um, that's what it is um, um, an it's like, and we of are species searching for only of our planet, planet not only and and in our we're galaxy now starting to really but we within the universe through asking the universe. and a lot of people are very curious about and the reason we they're so curious is this more inter-dimensional more cosmic aspect and actually, yeah, we are not just It's because humans. we as humans are so sometimes different and aspects of a lot of the future times that I've gone into. So, with I my mean, it's so funny. I just came into in my head. Them. It's undefined like like in space. That's what it is. Doing like like intergalactic mission. And yeah, it sounds a little bit like Star Trek, but we're now starting exactly to really pick them up to asking the right questions. And a lot of our aspect of ourselves that we've been missing is beautiful that opening up to these ideas ideas that have been that implanted are not just humans. The, the dawning of human lifetimes and especially see that transition. a lot of the future lifetimes Do that we I've find that into more with and more people who
5: want are to connect to them on different more, planets, um, in
4: spaceships. Doing uh, they're, intergalactic they're a little bit missions. Cautious and yeah, coming little into bit it. Like Star Trek, I know exactly I had a past-life regression, and I kind of jumped into like, it like, saying, um, the you know,
5: I just don't want a regression, so, uh, I want yeah, it done fr- between these now five-year period.
4: And the lady who did mine
5: said, well, that's kind of odd. do so you People just come of in and say, I'd like a past-life regression, but I picked a specific time span. Do we find that because there and more people who want to connect and are... Do you find that people... um, Or do you do? I should... Rewindable, do you do past life regressions? Coming into life it? regressions? I know I had a past yeah, life so regression.
4: I, I kind of uh, jumped into it saying, um, you know, I just don't want a regression. I want it done between these five year periods. And, uh, and when I started understanding that, did mine, have you know, said, well, we that's kind of odd because people in just past come in. I'd like to do a regression I picking a specific time span. Because I was curious about that. Believe it or not. So Do you find that people, or do you do? living things Rewind. This do you do kind of past life regressions and future life regressions of life, which is so beautiful. Yeah. But so I actually started my career in doing these past uh, life regressions when I was 18 um, with past life regressions and I started to realize that into trans not life states everyone states and was and, uh, able to was be regressed This when regret. I started understanding and that you know some you people know, had we could have been a fish them, in them, a past life time, and we could have been a tree. You know, we. You know, I even took people into a decided that it was a belief easier for me and for my clients. Understanding that you know. Need to just regressing things on the planet itself into a sense, sense like are weaving state the fabric of so that life, I can which just so beautifully you know search out or point ask in game question and see the answer, answer um, instantaneously um, so but I had to realize my not life I do everyone feel like it is a, able a, to be regressed um, and like, if, you know some people had that with a little bit within them like and yeah, it's stagnant. stagnant. I just feel people have that is resistance. Stagnant, like there's, I just it was to going do be easier and for me because I kind of lose my whole life and I work my to just whole, regress myself, um, business myself, and career like around a state, so that I can just you know, know, I do everything up or ask, ask any, any question and the answer instantaneously. It's kind of like my way from past And I find I do feel like it is, and I'm just going to go through five of their and hit them at the core, you know, center of their being, like and, uh, and, and really just i just see the energy there like just a way to, to takes an hour so funny because i kind and of knew my hour. Own life Not and, I I go my five, um, lifetime, and i work my whole 5 life business and your entire Life. Efficiency you know, and, and future. Effective so and, um, I do everything as efficient as, as possible as and uh, as effective as possible. That's kind of like my rule And I find that you know, people really want to awaken someone, and, and I'm just going to go I'm past here to really change up the game at the core. You know, I don't just call myself a psychic. I don't just call myself or I don't need any of I'm really trying to in one hour Not only go through what is possible I can also go through your entire. And everything life, that, I know, that I can do. Um, anything that I can do. And it's just a I let uh, everyone else know that they can do it too. That's days. the big you know, thing. It's like readiness. For for um, what I have and what I'm here to do is really change up uh, the game. I know that's we're kind but of getting off the stage. I don't here, just call myself really a psychic. Do I don't just call myself a medium or people who are in a position of receiving information and hearing that. I'm really trying to open people's minds about what is does and disinform people. I need to like in life, everything that, that I can do, you know, anything that I can become to, come to see that person, if that something I know. That again, I let everyone else, yeah, else know that they I do feel that there is, as the previous uh, thing, it's like, but this is what I have to be changed. I feel everyone out like, uh, And uh, people are kind have of getting nowhere but to turn. And really do find that something else in this reality who are going to give you the answer. I'm not feeling that I can, but that intuition, spirituality, and energy and this you. People, not the medical medical society, feeling, like not the education, not the individual, individual political realm, right, right now. Person, Nothing can give you the answers again, that you're little looking little for. But yeah, other than the answers you can feel simply that give yourself. Uh, with people, uh, so yeah, so and, and that's the day, like. There that used to James, be a lot of, resistance. I feel like, but now people uh, are totally people open and vulnerable. It's to turn. Turn. Like, you have to hit your wealth bottom in this reality before, before you're to open. Give you can give the and changing and transition. And not going to be able to hide that aren't serving you. So I don't way that energy too much resistance can give you, you. these, unless it's like hiding um, at the edge of what you need right now. To nothing and can and give you the answers that you're looking for. Even that doesn't the answers you simply give yourself.
6: So, yeah, and that's a good question.
5: Like,
4: used uh, to we
6: actually we talked about last weekend, and so did one totally uh, of our
5: buddies, Eric Cooper, vulnerable. on his like show, Puss 4. Mm. Your rock but it was the
4: between, before you open to actually changing and transitioning, these are habit patterns that aren't So I don't uh, usually uh, get too, too much resistance uh, now, unless it's like um, a partner dragging their husband or wife. More and more of them me, are coming forward. And there's a lot of resistance there. But even that doesn't it's, happen to you they're too trying to get anymore. over the
5: the trauma that was oh, caused it's not only it's by the induction but yeah, the we actually we talked about last weekend and psychological, psychological uh, you know, one of our buddies Eric from Cooper on his show public for yes. who but it was the would criticize and looking at them crazy. Crazy. The people who can come forward now, and, and we're now we're in mm. 2017 making um, those baby um, steps into more 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 of those right. people have come forward out of all of lives more and more of them are coming forward but it's not Totally, it's something you're trying to up get over a, the the trauma uh, that top was of a table and a not only by the abduction shout but, out but the t- t- that that still so psychological places you can slam share that information with Joe with public, public of like experiences
1: would and criticize them and it's call them crazy. Also,
5: I find connected and we're uh, now connected to yeah. the way 2017, 2017 who have making those baby steps um, into kind of found more and more of those people have come forward out of all walks of lives that's and, within and, um, and it's come forward. It, it's totally awakened. something you stand when up on a, in 2012. On a table I had no idea. Food court but, and shout no, out, I, but it's still, it's a, kind of there are are places that you can share that, you know, know, that information with, all along with people who have like and experiences. It's those baby and steps that it's it's seem to also, I find, connected get us uh, all connected to this to point the way um, people in the last who five or six years kind of found it's more comfortable. We, uh, we have the psychic uh, through, whether it's social media me, or programs like this, this we come have forward, a, or a place it's a place we weekend. can go and talk about it and share Like-minded our experiences. In 2012, I had no idea.
4: Yeah, but exactly. I'm, I'm and, uh, totally and, you know,
5: kind of have that know, that the planet at this to along. be... And in a
4: sense it's one of those baby the baby steps that seem awakening. to uh so that's like kind of my to you know, my main mission is to spread um, in you know of six course, years as much truth, knowledge and awakening as
6: possible through it's the information more comfortable. that I channel. Um, we, we have
8: through and, and whether it's social media or programs or level, like this we have but, uh, a place we can go and talk about it and share our experiences. Mystery
4: conception about yeah, this yeah exactly uh, and, uh, you know, and you know awakening about this energy of this, this consciousness, consciousness there's be a huge misconception between people like us and the, the rest spaces of the world and, of this and awakening. I feel like I am, I am grounded, grounded enough i my mission human enough, you know, but also as much truth knowledge and knowledge as possible to really kind of bring the best of both worlds and harmonize into who I am as this human as a little bit April so my purpose here is to you know, Conception not just target about the audience's uh, who are open to, you know, awakening, you know, but energy, but into inter-dimensions, interdimensions, and huge quantum investments, investments, and things like that, between people like open and the rest of the world. Rest of the population. And I and feel like, like I am grounded in the water of, human know, enough. what the hell is going also, quote, on unquote, at this time, and why do I feel really this way, kind of bring out you know, at best best a very rudimentary level, right? So I kind of want to be there for everyone else, as sometimes, you a bit of a struggle here is to, you know, not just target the audience. You know, that's part of my mission I'm not you know, know extraterrestrials you know, and interdimensions and quantum physics and things like that I'm actually like crazy open crystal ball to the rest psychic, of the population you know, i just kind of dipping their toes in the water, water of you know, what, what the, the hell is going, going on, on at this time and why do I feel that I have been born with you know at a very rudimentary level right so I kind of want to be there for everyone else and sometimes you know it's a bit of a struggle and energetic and not everyone is open to it. Like it, you, you know, know? That's, I just kind I, of my intuition. There's so many. You know, Terrible things, things going on with people, uh, people you know, uh, being socialized and the media, like like really putting crystal balls, you know, hiking, extra you know, crystals and every sort of thing, and, uh, and, and especially this is coming why from the great so that I was so born, they you know, know the, the most tools that I have on. been born and, with, and to be in this state, really start changing things, but what's something that, in our eyes, is spiritual and energetic, um, you know, and so you know, and so that's again, and really even change people. I'm not I'm just terrible here for all the great people high vibration, being so spiritual, frightened and the media uh, really putting so down, you know, spiritual, you know spiritual high vibrational like sort of beings. I'm not just saying uh, actually, actually, that, I'm not here, here for them right now, they've already got it going. The datas. The datas. I'm here for they're probably the most out. looked down upon. Um, so yeah, and, uh, and of course, they've chosen to little the and the space for the Reformation. They're something that change their lives because they're starting to wake up and so happy. So they have once again to really try to change people, but your big I'm not just here for all the I great high-vibration spiritual, um, uh, you, believers, know, timeline, you know, time you know, spiritual, high-vibration-like high vibration vibration beings. To I'm not just here for them, actually. A lot of I'm not here for them at all. They've already got a dream when wake up. I'm here for everyone so else. Um, Do you so find yeah, that so um, things are changing? Think the people the connection are with, um, thirsty for the information; with like our alien hungry brothers to change and their lives. And relatives are starting to wake up and realize.
8: Also, how
4: unhappy getting stronger,
8: they like
5: have always been. More people which is, are coming up, you know, and you're talking about your you big know, awakening I, in I had a dream, think and this was, was know, going on. Major, and I'm seeing things. Can you know, know, help kind of translate what I'm seeing, and find out
4: there. Increased drastically. family members dropping by, or really wake
5: up. Is that increased Do you find that
4: um, the connection with um, our alien
5: brothers and sisters and relatives is also... I don't, getting yeah. stronger, you know, I like, more people are coming up other, and saying, like, high vibrational, "You know, I, light I, I had a dream, I and this was like, going on, and I don't, or, or like, my I'm time seeing things." I don't have, for, yes. you so I don't have a lot of time here. Even though I'm seeing, and I don't have
4: a lot of time here. I want to try to other individuals who are also planters, also who are going to be spreading as much I the same vibration. No, I am the reason is because you know, even I've gotten many, many individuals over the past year, and a lot of them come. To me with very oh, rudimentary, yeah. you know, and we end up going into some other, pretty like, high vibrational times where they look like, like I don't like my kind of women. I don't have, have, I have a lot, lot of time there. You, you know, there's things that I'm so out there. I, I don't know, have a lot of time. I want to attract other vibration I can feel the resonations, absolutely. Tensile, going to be spreading beings. And I just want to call my whole family. And so, you know, even I've gotten getting many, many individuals from the past here because we are are raising our, our vibrations very rudimentary and, 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 and so we're pretty, pretty, pretty much going into, into them. And, and when I say warm, them, once again, they are not separate from us. They are part of us. They are a part of us. are a part of us. So we are an, you not know, raising our vibrations you know, to align um, ourselves know, with our entire stuff. I can feel it. I can feel the vibration. I feel the resonation. And many of these versions are not actually human beings. And I don't think that I'm just downloading or hearing from one of us at this moment is closer we're to many we are raising us. our vibration um, and we um, pretty much ready to see the an acceleration say then, of the interdimensional activity, activity on this planet. part of us. So uh, one was raising our vibration around 1960, um, um, and the other of 1980. And that one, especially after 1980 and 1982, future, is what I'm hearing. And many of the versions are not actually human. Okay. Children. The, the other thing is that I'm just inter-dimensional, inter-dimensional, inter-dimensional intergalactic is downloading or hearing. My guys decided to manifest themselves in these human major I can change timeline paths with regard to change the direction of humanity is going. The activity on this planet. Uh, one was in 1970, so, um, so in it's around nineteen thirty, and then the other you know, know, 1980. in 1980, 1980s. And that's when the fact 1980 and 1982 what just I'm hearing up is when a lot of the possibility children. And what I can define as these, inter-dimensional, these inter-dimensional intergalactic, intergalactic right now beings who say decided have, to have been born before 1980 in these human all bodies their to change our path of being. They change the direction that Earth and then humanity is going down. Corruption right now what's control. going on but, and um, so their um, so parents so are not also necessarily that vibration you know, you know they, they can teach their children teach about, about many of you know, more are holistic, them, more and energetic and more connected things rather than just you know and what, what I the education find system is and even this world parents to offer. right mm-hmm. now who say have been going before 1980 in vibration and there's an elevation in interdimensional activity and they are inside they're on beings and they are all you know all Confused, you know, aliens are, or you know, consciousness, consciousness growth. They are, one are the all full of a higher um, vibration and, so and, you you that, know, they that, that they can, can teach, teach their children uh, about, uh, I, I do get the criticism, you know, more that I am holistic, more energetic, energetic and, and more connected things rather than it's just, like, you know, with you know, the education the, system going on and down the world or, you know, has to offer. And so you're just yeah, always you're like There's just flowers and rainbows Everything's great And vibration and like, well, there's an elevation in the see Interdimensional, interdimensional activity interdimensional And they coincide They go you know, hand in hand Not all not, not, not all, all, aliens, not all interdimensional You know, aliens are are, You know, consciously positive. positive They are one and the same And as same. we see an um, influx And, you know, of 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 that being said The um, positive beings of criticism That I am positive That's actually I get that criticism Quite a The negative ones And now I don't want to say There's actually more negative energy On this planet, and, because it's and actually and you're the opposite. Like we are transitioning to a higher vibration. Like, well, rather than the well, lower don't vibration. that not you see? You know what else is going on? It's happening at this time. You know? so then the the lower, lower vibrational aliens, energy. Not all interdimensional beings are necessarily positive. The they are, are being encroached more and more the, on this planet um, because they are unable to. We're also seeing and resonate with the higher vibrational frequencies. So it's really interesting. There's actually more negative energy the yeah, planet, because it's actually the opposite the way that the planet is are transitioning you know, to a uh, higher uh, vibration moving forward right now and the so, lower vibration is so wild but that. that. you know, what is happening throughout the time and that the lower vibrational in energy, of the world being more alien um, versus future is on on right then on the right track They are being into the planetary awakening more on monthly basis because we're doing quite well despite all the wars and the the higher vibrational frequencies you know so we're really interested we're on the right they track you
2: know the um when you the, check the in
4: can um, you kind know, of take me through uh, that can right you say so you check in so, to see what's so coming so wild and that's why kind of- you know Spirituality is I, the next I step can't, I can't kind of get that in our evolution as humanity, uh, which is beautiful. <laughs> so we're on the yeah, right track. open up, I check in and to the is it just something you check with your guides, basis? or is it and something
5: beyond we the guides? We're doing quite well, despite
4: all the wars, despite all the uh, corruption, the and the disruption, and beyond the you know, guides. we're good. So, um, uh, we're on the just right, just right track. Just to kind of clarify for people who don't know, uh, When you check in, kind of take me through that, when you say you check in to see what's coming, kind of guides, right? And they they usually consist I, of yeah, I earthbound beings kind of and
7: around
6: non-earthbound beings.
5: So a
4: little bit of both. Um, so
6: I really you tell how open up
5: human and someone is, is it just something you uh, check with your guides or is it or something beyond the guides you more do interdimensional beings. Beings.
4: So anyway, More interdimensional beings. Um, so anyway, this is a great question. So, so how yeah, so I check in? So the pretty much a per month basis, I will check in to people again don't awakening just to make sure so everything's going as planned. And I will actually get out of my body in a meditative state and spirit god and i right, will right. they travel. usually consist of so, so With my being body, I will band actually band band go band over to, to this giant um, mothership I can always tell that how is hovering just someone of is, earth, uh, If they have more uh, Earth uh, or if is they have theta, earth uh, and more Earth And you know, if anyone is on a per month basis, I will check in. to you know that planetary just to make sure everything is going as planned. And I will actually get out of my body and so there's actually this mothership in particular is like a hub so with my ethereal other objects, interdimensional I will beings. Actually go over so you have this you know, giant Anunnaki Mothership that is avian, just like octurian, atmosphere. even reptilian, and, and, uh, and, and being on the ship, uh, uh, mothership. So pretty it's pretty much all living gray living in mothership. And, you and you know, know, if, if anyone is familiar with these forms um, um, then you know that those are really a part of the data awakening and the all-grave data evolutionary step in humanity. And so that's actually how mothership in particular it's like where do you need me of all of these kind of saying and then they'll beings. give me some information so you have, and you know Anunnaki either Labian Blue Abians and how you things have are going and right back, even Reptilians right, right. Mantis beings, all on the ship sometimes I'll type it uh, out and sometimes I'll just kind of start with the information to kind of really humanity that's kind of that's how I receive information for this planet and I'll actually go to the ship I'll talk to the data ambassador because I mean I'm always just downloading information for this planet and the humanity all the time like I I'm in the We're middle of writing that where book right do you now, need me and, uh, kind and of thing, and then they'll, they'll give me some information, you and, uh, and so you I'm know, downloading things, and do how things, things, and things and are going, and then I'll have body and it's sometimes funny, and my guides sometimes are kind of in my ear and sometimes i am kind of sit with the information, and it really depends, so those kind of, that's can I information for this planet when I started, which was, uh, uh, I guess something like along the lines of reinvent your reality. Because, I mean, I I'm we like to the information for You your life and then change it all to be end. I'm like, to write and I started right that now. maybe four or five years and, uh, ago. Uh, and that is, the first uh, great download now. for halfway Humanity. Through. And I was only downloading different pieces, different parts of information. And it's funny, I'm just stuck. And my guides are kind of in my ear right now. And they said... And you're and telling you are being put on hold you know, right now because the, the awakening, awakening is happening. Mm, the first book that I started, which we were, originally planned, and, and, something along and the humanity no longer needs this information. Humanity Changed is now looking for and it higher to be any you information. information. And I started so that, that maybe started four or five, years, five years, number, years ago, which is really beautiful. And yeah, so I mean, things are happening, and it was about two three years ago where I started on a humanity level. And sometimes it's difficult to catch up on a human level as an individual. Entrepreneur, you're you know, being, being grounded in that right now well, well. so, because uh, the awakening, awakening is happening definitely, a lot uh, faster uh, than we originally planned and humanity no longer needs in this head. information <laughs> <Humanity> is <now> <laughs> <looking> <laughs> which is a kind of frightening vibrational for all the people we hang out with so then I started <laughs> yeah. on this new book. They'll never really invite beautiful. you out to, yeah. a, like, a, a, yeah. so, I mean, a hockey
2: game because you already know who's going to win. And it's
4: hard to catch up, you know, on yeah. a you humanity make level. Pass. And it's okay. sometimes I'm it's difficult I to catch up best. on a yeah. human yeah. level <laughs> as an individual entrepreneur, you well, know, and being It's fascinating that, well. it, that
5: you actually so, uh, get into... what's going
4: on, and I definitely validate that it is never a dull moment in my life or in my head. And then you come back,
5: and you work on your task. Which is many of frightening for all the people we hang out with. On Earth right now, you <laughs> believe they'll never also invite you yeah. out to a, like up, a, a hockey uh, game because you already know who's going to win. And being tasked but hey, <laughs> yeah. Yep. You could make bets. Okay.
4: I make. Bets. Bets. Yeah. No, yeah. I make that. Yeah. Leadership. Well, it's fascinating that you here. actually get okay. into uh, instantly. I'm receiving you the number 180,000
5: information. Okay. You get task. Yeah, i planet. And then what are the names? And you work on your task. kidding. How many other people on Earth right now do <laughs> you believe? A friend of mine, Kathy Forty, traveling psychologist. She visited a Shen being outside of Jupiter. And it was um, kind of a, I would say, almost I mean, want to call it a customs ship, where other ships ship? coming into um, our if I can little galaxy here, here. would we'll have to kind okay. of go through uh, them to I'm
4: receiving the number, uh, kind of declare their intent
5: why they're coming in. Okay. Um, yeah, Um, But that's and not what the, one the one names? you were talking about, right? Okay, <laughs> <is laughs> <is completely laughs> No, that's not the one. <laughs> yeah, it's totally <laughs> it's, different. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out. I apologize for that, but I really... Really, don't know what happened. That was odd, and it's happened. This is the third time. Every time I've had a a very, uh, very interesting conversation with one of our uh, sensitives or psychics, and it everything goes wonky. It just the entire system shuts down and restarts itself, which is kind of frightening. What do you get, Elizabeth, from something like that? What are your guides I telling mean, you what happened? <laughs>
4: uh, yeah, I mean, you know what? I could absolutely tap into that and just kind of see, you know, just, uh, what 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 just happened. It's kind of ironic that this, uh, this show is called Stay Connected and we got disconnected. Disconnected, so yeah. I was, was kind of laughing at that. Um, and then let's just see. Let's <laughs> see what the guides have to say here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so it was a, (laughs) okay. It was a purposeful shutdown. Okay. And, um, and, you know, of course there was some information that, uh, I don't want to necessarily say shouldn't be said, but, um, some information that, um, maybe people aren't necessarily ready for yet. So now I'm not, I'm not really feeling, I'm not sure if it was a malice attempt or not. It definitely, it's absolutely a third-party attempt as far as exactly who I can't exactly see right now. Um, But it was a third-party attempt, and I I get this all the time um, with, uh, you know, just, just energy, energetically, you know, the vibrations can be very, very... Hi, and technology doesn't like to, to work in that case. So you should see the amount of shungite I have all around my desk because technology uh, doesn't like me and my energy. And where, everywhere I go, you know, technology just, yeah, it just messes up on me very easily.
5: So it is exactly so what yeah. the other person said last week. She yep. said that there was, <laughs> it was an energy, there was too much yeah. energy coming through and everything just shut yeah. down.
8: Yep. yep, And exactly. it was a
5: third party um issue. Yep. Now, when we yep. say third party, I'm not going to get fired like the um the FBI head guy. Am I or is this <laughs> it's more of a um off our planet kind of interference?
4: Yeah, that's Oh yeah, absolutely. No, it doesn't it doesn't feel like I government at all. Um, It feels much more off our planet, but, I mean, if you really think about it, the government elites are, you know, beings from off this planet, so, I mean, who are we really talking about here, right? Um, But we are talking about, you know, the forces that be that may not necessarily want us talking about certain things on this show, and um, that's totally okay. Like, you know what, though, like, at the same time, I have been given a lot of freedom and liberation in the position that I'm at and what I already talk about. And I'm surprised I haven't been, uh, flagged or taken down or anything like that yet. And it's because I have predestined contracts to be here on this planet at this time and to do the work that I was, uh, missioned to do. And I'm not meant to get too, too hassled about it. So every yeah. once in a while, you know, the vibration gets a little intense and this tends to happen. And, uh, and I'm not surprised. And that's why I find Skype sessions to be kind of difficult sometimes because the more and more like I get into the information, the higher, the higher, the higher the vibration goes, the more the, uh, the Skype session just completely freezes and it's, it's kind of a pain sometimes. But, uh, but yeah, other than that, you know, te- you know what, it's just that technology is not up to speed with a new vibration. That's really what it comes down to, right? Our technology is kind of old school. It's kind of archaic. It's kind of caveman, you know, compared to the technology that I'm used to on these ships. It's 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 wild. So, um, but I, you know, what I have high hopes that we're going to get there uh, in our lifetime.
5: Oh, I hope so, and I hope they send me a new computer, (laughs) (laughs) one that's not one now. One of them that's not run like some of those old spaceship where um, or some of their old saucers that actually were organic and kinda of connected, they were actually alive. Don't really need a live computer showing up here. <laughs> yeah. well, probably easier yeah. to type on it though. Um, yeah. <laughs> you just kept to think and it, it goes. Uh, connection connecting to our um, our family. I'm trying to kind of get that through my my silly police brain. Where if time is man-made, is linear and does, well, time, the timeline is um, multidimensional itself, like mm-hmm. we are here in our little meat sacks at the same time mm-hmm. that our spirit is somewhere else or energy somewhere else. Yeah. When our family, let's see, uh, somebody from the seventh dimension shows up and just kind of checks in on us why can't they be checking in on us from another or oh I can't remember really how to phrase that it's uh you it need to be einstein to figure this thing out um <laughs> and rumor has it he's dead um but that's a rumor <laughs> cuz frankly i never did see him die so how do i know they're telling the truth the mm. it it's it baffles me it's the whole linear interdimensional time issue that we are existing on multiple locations at once. Mm -hmm. So while we're existing here and something that's related to us travels to this time or not even the time, but the place to check in on us, are they also checking in on us on all those other locations we're at too?
4: Okay. Interesting. So, (laughs) yeah. So, um, I mean, this is definitely a a very big and multifaceted concept, but I love it. I mean, this time is, you know, the number one concept that it's important to wrap your head around, that the past, the present and the future are all simultaneously coexisting. Um, There's actually something really important that you kind of brought up that uh, I think I need to bring up to the listeners, which is something that I like to define. I like to call updating yourself, So you're talking about us being in all these different dimensions and different parallel realities simultaneously, which is the truth, and it goes infinitely. Um, But uh, sometimes we get very fatigued, we get very uh, drained, we get very energetically displaced because we are spreading ourselves, our souls, our energy a little bit too thin because we are in so many places at once. And, and that is the moment where we're ungrounded, right? So you feel a little bit dizzy, you feel, you know, fainty, you feel like you're kind of all over the place, you can't think straight or you can't make a decision. It's probably because you're simply out of your body and you're just not consciously aware of it. And so um, I do this little meditation called Updating Yourself, which is pretty much just closing your eyes, thinking about your energy being displaced all over the universe, and then asking your higher self and your soul and your spirit guides to help by bringing all of that energy into the present moment, the past, the present and the future all in to one. Uh, moment. And the only moment that really exists is the present moment, right? And that's why everyone's just talking about now. The moment is now, um, because everything is existing in this one moment now. And the more we update ourselves, the more strength and the more energy and the more empowerment we have in each and every moment to be aware and to be conscious and to make those decisions that we need to make in these moments. Um, So, I mean, I consider myself to be a hybrid, so coexisting as both a human and an interdimensional being. And this is where time comes into play. The interdimensional being that I am coexisting as was actually me uh, in that body of the tall gray Zeta uh, in a past life. uh, And this is going way back. And then I decided to reawaken to that existence in this lifetime and allow that being to um harmonize with my being my body in this lifetime so to once again you know give send as much information as possible to humanity so uh so yeah so and and i believe that many of us are coexisting as these other selves these other beings of ours and uh, and that's where simultaneous time comes into play it's like in these other dimensions time does not exist as it does here which is so beautiful in a way because Time, I don't know about anyone else, but time is definitely my biggest struggle in this lifetime. I always, always feel like I am racing against the clock. Um, And it's such a foreign concept to me because, um, you know, I'm just not used to it. And even though there is...
5: and you are racing against the clock because yeah. we now have to take our first break. We'll be back in seven yeah. minutes. <laughs> so seven minutes stretch, a little bit more with Elizabeth April.
3: Coming September 29th to October 1st, the first annual Spaced Out Radio Caribou Paracon. Hi, this is Dave Scott. The event will be held at the Spruce Hills Spawn Resort in 108 Mile Ranch, British Columbia. Come join us for an amazing weekend of speakers talking all things paranormal. UFOs, ghosts, aliens, Sasquatch, intuitiveness. Listen to great speakers like Miriam Delicato, Samantha Mowat, and the crypto guru Ronald Murphy. Get your VIP passes by going to spacedoutradio.com and clicking on the Paracon banner. Come to BC, where the paranormal is waiting for you.
7: From coast to coast to coast, Blacklight Uncharted is taking on the paranormal across Canada. From ghostly hauntings to the UFOs flying above, in conjunction with MUFON Canada, they're closely investigating what's going on in the northern skies and checking out the apparitions that walk among us. Check out our videos right here at SpacedOutRadio.com. We want to know your thoughts, we want to hear your experiences, and we want you to share your stories. The answers are out there, and we intend to find them.
2: Would you like to become one of our space travelers? All you have to do is click on the space travelers icon at SpacedOutRadio.com. For only $5 a month, you can get access to some great prizes, as well as private monthly shows, newsletters, and a members-only section on our website. Become a space traveler today.
8: It's paranormal news at its finest. Welcome to The Encounter. At SpaceOutRadio.com, The Encounter, online, is SOR's trusted news source for everything weird and strange going on around the world. This is news editor Eric Markham. Our team of journalists are scouring the planet for those strange stories that rarely make the mainstream. No fear-mongering or fake news here. Head over to SpaceOutRadio.com and encounter The Encounter.
1: visit purpleplates.com today for over 40 years the purple energy plates have been delivering amazing results for their many customers inspired by the great genius nikola tesla the harmony healing and energetic effects of the place have proven over and over to be beneficial and often miraculous to thousands of customers with their money-back guarantee and the many benefits how can you afford not to get one Check their site for daily specials and choose from their many energy products. You won't be sorry. Visit them today at purpleplates.com for mind, body, and spirit. And expect a miracle. Are
3: you interested in advertising on Spaced Out Radio? Head to our website at spacedoutradio.com and click on our advertising tab. There. You will find an assortment of ways you can get your product out there with us, from radio commercials to banners and social media. Have a product you like our hosts to endorse? We can do that, too. Visit spacedoutradio.com for more details.
2: Have you got your Cosmic Passport? If you need one, tune in to Cosmic Passport on Spaced Out Weekend. This is Elizabeth Anglin, ET experiencer, spirit medium, and host of Cosmic Passport. Each weekend I'll be bringing you interviews and support from other paranormal experiencers and the best in intuitive spiritual guidance from across the globe. It's all happening starting at 9 p.m pacific time midnight eastern on spacedoutradio.com.
7: From British Columbia to Northern California, Pacific North Weird has Cascadia covered. Check out our feature videos at spacedoutradio.com where I, Vincent Zunza, and my super sleuth partner Alexandra Sullivan, Track down the weird and strange stories from around the Pacific Northwest, from Bigfoot to Mel's Hole and everything in between. This is what makes life exciting. So why report the normal when we can report the Pacific North Weird right here at spacedoutradio.com. Oh, there's only one way to rock: loud and proud
5: in high definition. Radio seven zero two rocks. Las Vegas. Every Saturday and Sunday night as Dave Scott wanders aimlessly in the wilderness. You can come hang out with me, James Tyson, and Spaced Out Weekend. We're starting at 9 p.m. Pacific, midnight Eastern. I'll take you along as we talk with some of the best experts in their fields. SpacedOutRadio.com is the place to find us. So sit down, relax, put your feet up, enjoy the topics like the paranormal, supernatural, intuitiveness, and so much more. Hope to see you there
2: don't have time to listen to spaced out radio live wherever you are the car the office the shower or even if you're traveling we're right here for you each spaced out radio show can be found on itunes TuneIn, and on our youtube channel spaced out radio show it's the perfect way for you to catch up on our shows for more information just head over to our website spacedoutradio.com and tune in to us today
0: Views and opinions expressed by tonight's guest and topic of discussion do not necessarily represent the official policy or position of Spaced Out Radio. Spaced Out Weekend, Spaced Out Radio Limited, its hosts, syndicated carriers, or anyone associated with this broadcast. Would you like to connect with us? Head to SpacedOutRadio.com for all your latest show info. And hit us up on Twitter using the hashtag Spaced Out Radio. Now, back to Dave Scott and S.O.R.
5: Welcome back, everybody. You are listening to Spaced Out Radio. Dave's out of town. So you got James Tyson here. And you know, our friend Mike Schmidt. if you had an experience, you can go to our website at spacedoutradio.com, fill out the S.O.R. Sightlines report. Now, Dave um, has got Mike doing the research, and he's ready to find out what's going on. So if you do have an experience, you've seen something, you've heard something and, uh, you have nowhere else to turn. Give us a shout SOR sightlines report. And Mike Smith will look into that for you. And remember the first Friday of the month is our Keith Andrews night on spaced out radio. Keith is our resident ET expert, and he brings with him the ET experience with 50 years of contact And if you want to get a hold of Dave, you can get a hold of him at uh, Spaced Out Radio on Twitter. Go to his Facebook page, Dave Scott. Go to our Facebook page, Spaced Out Radio Show. Um, Follow us on Instagram. You can follow me at James Tyson, S-O-R. Follow Dave at Dave Scott, S-O-R. Subscribe to our YouTube channel spaced out radio show which is the same thing if you want to go search iTunes it's spaced out radio show and of course our website spacedoutradio.com and now we're going to come back with the eerie and scary okay she's not scary and eerie or okay. anything she's she's just our elizabeth april elizabeth before the break we were we were pining uh, about energy and and it, and those those people who exist outside of this little little blue planet that spins around that big orange thing which i really haven't seen that much (laughs) this spring so my motorcycle sits outside under a tarp but uh
4: oh you ride a motorcycle
5: yeah that's
4: so cool i ride a motorcycle
5: hey you want to go to um sturges this year
4: yeah, that'd be awesome.
5: Okay, meet you there. Um, <laughs> I'm riding to um, to a big meet with the Third Cav, the Canadian Army Veterans Motorcycle Group. Riding to
8: Oh, cool Depot,
5: which is in Regina, Saskatchewan, where all the Mounties get trained. We're having a big meeting there, and then from there we're heading south across the border and down to Sturgis. So that wow. is my summer. So Dave that's will be fun. paying me back for his his tardiness on <laughs> uh, out out in Boston having a good time eating <laughs> chowder whatever they do in Boston. Um, while we're on the break, I asked you something that was that's always been intriguing to me because a number of psychics I've I've had a conversation with um, don't really come out and disclose this too often, but they. It was there was quite a lot of them were quite surprised when I asked, but have you had an experience in the last couple of years where an extraterrestrial had replaced a terrestrial spirit guide?
4: Um, yeah, I mean, so I have uh, like you know earlier on when I was starting to open my third eye and really get in tune and in touch with myself and my spirit guides. Uh, A lot of the spirit guides coming through were high priests and high priestesses, um, oracles, healers, shamans, you know, very, very spiritual earthbound spirit guides. And now in the past couple of years, it's really transitioned to a much more interdimensional, much more alien extraterrestrial voice uh, and voices and many other beings that um, contact me. And so, uh, so yeah, it has absolutely transitioned into a much more interdimensional feel as far as where I'm being guided and directed. Uh, but that being said, you know, it's really important for me to stay grounded in my human so that I can, you know, connect to as many other humans as possible. So sometimes I'll have to call in, you know, my shaman spirit guide to connect me to my spirit animals and connect me to Mother Gaia, Mother Earth, and uh, and just ground me in that way. So, you know, it's it's there's definitely a lot of chatter in my life. There's a lot of um there's a lot of information going on, but I also only take my guide's opinion, I guess, or guidance with a grain of salt. I mean, just like I tell all of my clients and all of my followers to take you know, what I say with a grain of salt, it's not necessarily for absolutely everyone listening or everyone watching my videos, Um, you know, and, and you have to really discern for yourself what resonates with you and what doesn't. And I do the exact same thing with my spirit guides, and this actually shocks a lot of people. They feel like Um, Because they are in a different realm, a different dimension, a different place, they are better than us. They are different than us. They are higher than us. And this is actually a misconception. This is not the truth. The fact is that they are also contained within an individual being, which means that they are contained within a dimension, which means that they are no greater or no less than us, because we are also confined in a dimension. There are restrictions to our existence in both circumstances, which means that a subjective opinion coming from that interdimensional guide is absolutely possible. We have to understand that these guides are a part of us. They are not separate than us, so they are no bigger, different, or better than us as humans, and and that's a really tough concept for some people because they're not as empowered um, you know, as they need to be as just a human. And actually, that's what this whole human experience is. is it's, it's all about disempowerment. It's all about uh, the media and the corporations and the politics and the economics of this planet uh, disempowering its citizens, disempowering the individual people. And uh, and I'm really here to empower people again. And, and that's what my guides specifically are here to help me do for the rest of humanity, which is allow humanity to understand how powerful, how strong, um, and how high vibrational they all are, despite whatever's going on in the past.
5: So. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, last time you were on, there was a uh, question from uh, Catherine. Um, she mentioned that, you mentioned that Catherine was tagged and something else happened in New York Uh Now, she went back to New York, and something pet her head when she laid down, and now her headaches are gone. Do you have any ideas what that would have been?
4: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I actually saw that comment, and right away, I mean, her guys are uh, fairly connected, uh, just in general, and they were ready to give me the answer. And it was quite clear, and uh, pretty much it was one of her spirit guides coming through. It felt very like nurturing, very almost motherly, uh, and very healing. And yeah, just the the soft pet or the um, the pat on the back of the head was to ease that pain. And there was something about a completion with New York. Uh, it started in New York, New York, and now it's completing in New York. And uh, and it's so interesting because. Ah, okay, I'm already receiving the answer. Um, the, whatever was placed in, in her head, in the back of her neck, was all about um, the vibration that she was at at that point in time. And now that she's transitioned her vibration, the implant or the chip is no longer resonating with her current vibration, which is actually um, creating, it's almost like a feedback, you know, for like a mic and then the sound, a feeds back and it's like this painful sound. It's like that is what's being created because her energy is not vibing with the chip, the chip's not vibing with her energy. And there's a bit of a feedback. So what they actually did, because I didn't see that they removed it at all. It's still there, but they, um, it's like they updated it to its new like software version you know software version 2.0 and they updated the chip or the tag uh, to align with her vibrational frequency and they're saying that okay they're saying that eventually that this it doesn't have to be in her anymore and they're actually saying that um, it's helping her right now it's helping her awaken and understand certain things and they said that uh, them updating the vibrational frequency is um, giving her a huge download of information and just kind of to be prepared for that download of information and knowing that that's coming to her because it does, does help her unlock different strands of her etheric DNA, which essentially just unlocks her uh, spiritual connections and abilities.
5: Oh, that's very cool.
4: Yeah. I want
5: yeah. one. <laughs> okay, I don't want an implant. I'm good. Right.
4: Okay. Careful what you ask for
5: Yeah, it's like Oh, they implanted a toaster Dang it, <laughs> that's not exactly What I wanted uh, Is that Is that something that that um, Helps us With our ascension It's our spirit guides come on, Coming in and flipping a switch Or oh, is it something oh, that absolutely. we're doing On our own
4: Oh, both, it's both okay. Um And like, and this is great, actually, even to the more spiritually evolved, um, actually, I'm I'm getting the confirmation. Okay, so say just, for example, I'm going to kind of paint a picture for you with, say, spiritual awakening. Um, Say there's a chart between 1 and 12, okay? And, you know, 12 is absolutely awakened, enlightened, so much so that you no longer need a physical body on this plane. Okay, great. Um, And then there's, there's one which is very asleep. And what I'm just receiving from the spirit guides is that pretty much out of 12, the first, let's say, four steps are all mandatory that you do them yourself. Because in this way, the guides don't want to influence or um, uh, take away your power by giving you too much, let's just say, okay? Okay. And then, pretty much after that, it's really open for whatever you need in that moment. So, for example, I got this huge download, and it wasn't actually a chip that they implanted in me, even though I have been implanted before. Um, it was a procedure, is what they called it. And one night, uh, I <laughs> okay, and um, and one night I was um, laying in my bed. And I had this crazy deja vu. And in that moment, I knew that I was going to be taken, right? Taken on the ship. Because it was just, it was already, it was predestined contract. I'd already seen that moment. And so I knew I was going to be taken. I, I asked them, I said, okay, guys, like, not tonight, you know, like, I'm just not in the mood I'm not energetically set. Like, can you just not, you know, take me on your ship tonight? And I heard this voice come back in my head and it said, if we can't take you, then we need to come down there. And I said, oh, okay. And they said, we need, we need to have this procedure done on you and it needs to be done tonight. And I said, okay, cool, like, sure. So in that instant, like literally two seconds later, this huge flash, a brilliant, brilliant flash of pure white light entered my room. It was almost like a lightning bolt had struck the very center of my room. And in that instant, there was uh, eight of them, all standing around my bed. And at this time, I didn't have a bed frame, So it was literally a mattress on the ground. And then all of these eight um, hybrid beings standing around my bed, they're quite tall. Um, And uh, in that instant, they started to form these uh, smaller orbs of pure white energy. And it was hovering about two feet off of my chest. And orb of energy, white light energy, was flickering and flashing. And it was almost like flashing in a code. Uh, and it was really cool. So I asked her, traveled out of my body. And I asked these beings, I said, okay, so what are you doing? Like, What are you doing here? And they said, we're doing this procedure on you. And I said, okay, well, you know, now that we've got some time, and I'm just kind of chilling outside of my body, you know, tell me, explain this procedure to me. And they told me that um, what they were doing was unlocking these new strands of DNA uh, to allow me to do the next, pretty much take the next step in spiritual evolution. And this was actually a part of um, telekinesis. So they were explaining all of this great, you know, very cool stuff to me, and uh, and they were doing this white light code procedure to unlock these DNA strands. Now, essentially, uh, a chip. Can do the same thing. So when you are implanted with a chip, it depends. I mean, every story is different, but um, a lot of the time, these chips uh, heighten your vibrational frequency, make you extra sensitive, unlock things within you that you didn't even know existed, and and that's a huge part of um, a lot of the abductions. And it's just unfortunate that you know the human ego and and just the human mind really plays up on it with a lot of fear, doubt, and insecurity. And that's where you get a lot of the negative um, stories and things like that online. Not to discredit any stories out there that have absolutely been terrifying. Because uh, I understand that. Uh, but but yeah, so that's kind of, you know, chips are typically uh, here for the positive, even though they're not always here for the positive. Sometimes they're tracking devices, which I found out firsthand. But, um, but yeah, so these procedures are mandatory. The chips are necessary. They are all predestined in our contracts. We signed up for this. Um, to really awaken as fast as possible at this time to defeat the darkness or the lower vibrations that are here, um, so, yeah.
5: <laughs> uh, so yeah uh so
2: was, yeah it's a
4: lot a <laughs> lot of information yes,
5: I know it's yes. like I just got a download and you ended with like, yeah, okay, uh yeah, <laughs> one of the questions from Cisco Murdoch who's actually coming on the show here Saturday um cool. How do you connect into your past lives to more past the baggage and possible move on into a higher vibration in this life? So basically, how do you connect um, to those past lives just so you can kind of say, okay, um, I now understand why this is weighing me down. I just because it's something from my past life, I'll just kind of get rid of that and move on to my next one
4: yeah uh exactly. So like that is the key to releasing any and all energetic baggage in in this lifetime, in this moment, which is going into these past lifetimes. You have an irrational fear of anything in this lifetime and guaranteed it's coming from these past lives, which is incredible and And the harmony that I see in going into these past lifetimes and helping people in the present is just it's so beautiful. So how do I do it? Um, I, well, once again, like I started my career with past life regressions and it's just simply taking someone into a trance-like state uh, because I have been a a time shifter before, uh, time is very easy for me to get around. And, you know, you take someone into this huge, long process to get them into this trance-like state, and I realized very early on that it took me pretty much nothing to get into a trance-like state to receive downloads of inflammation um, just because I am constantly in this state of meditation. Uh, and, and that's taken me many, many lifetimes to acquire. So, so yeah, so I go into these Akashic Records is pretty much what they're called. Now, visually, what I see, so I just kind of get myself there to this place, I, I'll have a client in front of me, and many of my clients these days are quite old souls, so there will be many, many lifetimes that we can explore and that we can go into. So I have a client in front of me, and I'll ask their spirit guide, I said, take me to the lifetime that is most significant to this person at this time in their life. And, uh, and that's when the really cool lifetimes come up. And it's almost like it looks like a, for me anyway, everyone translates it differently, but the Akashic Records look like a file cabinet with like a filing system. And then I see all of these records, all of these files going all the way back, almost like infinitely um, backwards, almost so much so that I can't even see the end of it. And then, you know, I get taken to the place in the filing cabinet, in the system, the Akashic Records, um, the spot, the lifetime that they need to look at, and then the file will pop up and I'll, I'll literally dive myself right into that file and I'll be sent into that lifetime and then pretty much it takes me I don't know two seconds to overview the entire lifetime understand the lesson that that person was learning in that lifetime who was involved in that lesson in that lifetime what happened to that person and the mere reflection of what's going on for them in this lifetime as well the only part it takes the longest in these channeled sessions is actually translating and explaining all of the information. It takes me absolutely nothing to download the information. It takes me forever, what seems like forever, to actually explain the information. But it is through the explanation where the tangible considerations and the applications to your own life um, can really be considered and really be accessed, right? So, uh, so yeah, translation is everything um which is beautiful and we're not all telepathic quite yet or we're not all aware of our telepathic abilities so um so that's kind of you know one of my limitations is language is what I find but um but yeah so past lifetimes are so important to release all of this karma and that's kind of a little bit of an overview of kind of how I do it and then you know most of these past lifetimes I find that Half of the past lifetimes I go into, when I ask, "Take me to the most important one," are extremely powerful. They're like leaders of entire nations, entire civilizations, or the flip end is a really, really dark past lifetimes. It's something deep, deep within them—a deep fear, a deep resentment something that's going on they need to release themselves and just by going into this past lifetime and this is what I tell all of my clients you don't have to understand the language that I'm using it's just simply a vibrational frequency that is being uh, exchanged through this session so all you have to do is listen to the past lifetime and, and your soul is going to resonate with it so deep that it's actually going to allow you to release that past lifetime which is really beautiful so um that is the key essentially to updating yourself in this present moment and accessing awakening and higher vibrational frequencies is just letting go of the past
2: how
5: do you um how do how does joe Sixpack get there like you you're gifted to travel back Mm -hmm. and look at your akashic records um could you look at mine or a client, and when you look at them, uh, like you say, it takes two seconds for you to, you know, download or understand them all, but how long would it take you to express that information to the client?
4: Uh, It depends. I mean, I can go into every single detail of a lifetime, and it could take hours, (laughs) you know, or I could skim over the lifetime and really just pinpoint the significant moments of it. Um, But what I really suggest for people who are interested in past lives is either, you know, um, go see a past life regressionist uh, and go get a past life regression done yourself. Um, Come see someone like myself or you can actually even throw on a past life regression meditation on YouTube just for free and try and regress yourself. And exp- and see what you can explore. So I mean, there's different methods, different ways. Like it's almost like um, someone like me is just taking like a pill. You know what I mean? It's just easy. You know what I mean? It's like it's like the uh, the westernized version of exploring your information. It's I consider myself to be the universal Google, right? Anything that you need to know, you can just type it into my head and it will pop up, right? So um, so and in that way, it's like. I have to almost put a limit on things that I look into because it's infinite. Information is infinite. You know, it's like you have Google in front of you. What do you ask? What do you want to know? You can't just be open to absolutely everything or else I would be unable to, uh, you know, talk to you right now. Right. So, um, so yeah. So, and, and anyone can do it. Anyone can experience their past lifetimes and you'll be surprised because, deep down somewhere in your life, you are already expressing your past lifetimes. Actually, this brings up a funny point. Um, I tend to find uh, Halloween is a hilarious time of year. And the reason being is because a lot of individuals are drawn to dressing in a costume that exemplifies them in a past lifetime. And it's, it's, it's wild. It's mind-blowing. It's like, that makes so much sense. Of course you would want to be, you know, blank. Because, you know, you have been that before. And it's just, it's one day out of the year where you can fully get into character and fully express yourself as who you have been before. Uh, it's very liberating for a lot of people. And they're not even aware of the fact that they've uh, they've, they've been there and they've done that. And they've been that pirate or that doctor, you know. Uh, so it's kind of, it's, it's funny to see and, and just be aware of all of it. And then people are slowly but surely, starting to wake up and, and really um, put all of the pieces of the puzzle together.
5: That's fascinating because I know from around here, obviously there was a lot of women that in a past life was just a really dirty, dirty cat woman. But um, that's...
7: <laughs> Can I
5: hold on. that That's you in a past life? Hmm. You should have told your parents. Uh, <laughs> it... it, it now I understand from taking a couple of courses I've taken in meditation that to if we want to kind of connect with our guides we work on our raising our vibration it's kind of like they're on on the um uh, uh, the second floor and we're reaching up from the first floor trying to reach them and they're reaching down to communicate and you're trying to come together. They're trying to get lower their vibration. And you're trying to raise yours so you can get a bit of a communication. If I need to connect to my higher self, is that similar?
4: Uh yes yes and no it's it's very similar just raising your vibration uh, to connect to your higher self and your other the other beings in your life um, but with the higher self it's more of like an internal connection than an external connection it's extremely difficult to um, translate or to explain because it's more of like a feeling than uh, something tangible. So once again, like connecting to your higher self is connecting to yourself uh, in this lifetime. So the more and more that you love your human self, the more you love the harmony of your human and your consciousness, the more and more you will be getting closer and closer to your higher self. Um, You have to accept yourself as this human flesh bag before you love and accept and bring in your higher self. And I got taught this lesson because I kind of abandoned my human self for a little while. And I was told by my higher interdimensional beings to uh, to love my human more or else I'd be so ungrounded that I would attach myself to the idea of who I was in another dimension in a body. And I would be completely disconnected from my human vessel, and I was unable to carry out my mission if I were to do that. So, uh, so I really needed to take the time to ground myself in my human and, and work on more physical things rather than just always trying to attain a certain level of spiritual growth or awareness.
5: Can you tell if uh, you have a client come to you, and can you tell if they've actually achieved connecting with their higher self?
4: Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's instant. Usually the higher self comes through with them. I mean, just today I had, uh, I had a client this morning and their higher self came through right away and uh, it was an elemental being it looked like a um almost like an elf like a beautiful elfish woman and it looked like kind of like a being from avatar the movie and even it looked like she was from a planet that looked very similar to avatar uh, in the elemental realm and uh and she had she had no idea what i was talking about but she started crying uh she's uh, she's like i don't know what elementals are she's like i don't know what that means but she's like It just resonates. It it feels so right, you know, Um, and she's very connected to that. So, um, you know, I am getting these uh, connected, crazy connected beings who are already working with their higher selves and they're not even aware of it. So it's kind of like this catch-22 situation. Um, Awareness is the key to uh, unlocking abundance, manifestation, freedom, liberation, consciousness—all of that. Like we are not aware of how powerful we are and the things that we are already doing. It, it just takes the knowledge of knowing that you're doing it for it to be made a reality.
5: Oh, okay. I because yeah, it's really hard for me to um, to determine whether I'm even getting there because I have a hard time. Forgiving myself, I can forgive people mm-hmm. that did things wrong with to me, and I have done this. I've gone through everybody, and it's. I have. I'm not carrying any real heavy grudge mm-hmm. against individuals. Every so often, okay. one will brew up, but I can try to brush that off. But forgiving myself is the hardest part, and I think I need to do that before I can ascend a, into my my higher self.
4: Yeah, absolutely. I mean. I find that acceptance and forgiveness are very similar, right? So as you accept yourself, you forgive yourself. As you forgive yourself, you accept yourself. And that is a huge key in uh, in connecting to your higher self. Now, if you're looking for a more tangible, a more physical key, right? So for, of course, you know, self-love and acceptance and forgiveness, it's all, you know, that's all a part of it, but you know, a tangible thing that you can actually work on that is going to change your connection. It's very simple, but it's very difficult is quieting your mind, right? It's quieting your ego. It's quieting your human so that you can just listen to the messages that are always being brought to us in every single moment. People don't realize how connected they are because they're just so distracted. So, I mean, if you really want to hear something, you have to shut your own brain up, pretty much. But that's the key.
5: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Cisco... Was asking uh, you to talk about star seeds. We kind of touched on that in the first ten or fifteen minutes, but uh, Cisco, you know, she's always late. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but um, the star seeds, it probably connects. She's saying it. It connects with uh, many of the people listening. But okay. our to connect or to find if you are a star seed, um, that's there's a number of people out there that say, "Well, I'm a star seed or I'm uh, indigo, or I'm this. And a lot of times I look at that as, and I think um, it's it's kind of ego talking. They want to have a label. They want to be recognized as something very cool or very mysterious or things like that. Uh, but I would think somebody who's a starseed would be basically humble, when it comes to that Mm -hmm. if they believe they are one
4: yeah absolutely you know what i mean this brings up a really good point which goes off of uh that completely which is um like spiritual ego that's what i call it and uh and it's just people yeah wanting to belong to something and and that's that is goes against every fiber of what spirituality is all about, is is, is wanting to belong. Because what, like, truly, in, in my perspective anyway, my opinion, you know, what spirituality is, is believing in yourself and connecting to yourself. So it's not anything external to you. And that is the very foundation of spirituality. And um, so I do try and get away from labels. But at the same time, we also have to understand that humanity, society understands things and conceives them through labels, through categories. It is how we have been bred. It's how we have been programmed to be. is, is well, if I am not you, then and if you are not me, then who are you, right? And, and we need to conceive people through labels. So, I mean, it's this epic battle that we're constantly fighting is, is how to conceive ourselves and, and how does the rest of the world, you know, see us. But as far as like starseeds are concerned, um, like I was saying, you know, there's so many star seeds that are being born or indigos or whatever you want to call them. All I want to say is that these are beings, these are people with higher vibrational frequencies and a higher uh, connectivity to the outer realms which is beautiful. So, I mean, whether you want to say that you are this interdimensional being and a human or that you are, you know, something different or whatever you want to say that you are, you know, it simply comes down to vibration. Your vibration is higher than what this planet has sustained before, which means that, if you are a starseed, if you are a, one of these indigos, if you are one of these higher vibrational beings, there's a couple of ways to tell. And I bet you this resonates with most of the people who are listening in. Um, one of them is not being able to conform to the normalities on this planet, okay? So for example, not being able to conform or understand the education system, not being able to conform or understand, you know, the uh, normal societal structures, the institutions, you know, the structure of this society of humanity of you know social cues sometimes are very difficult and um, especially when it comes down to processing things I'd say a quote unquote normal rate. Uh, People who are more interdimensional or connected or higher vibrational just do not understand what it is to be human. So sometimes they can be socially awkward. Sometimes they can be fidgety. Sometimes, you know, their mind is all over the place and it's because they're over-processing things. They are simply in many places at one time and, and sometimes it's very clear to see, right? Some people are more grounded than others and that's why sometimes it's more evident to see if someone's just an uh, I don't even like saying older soul, but a higher, a higher vibration, uh, because this body is not entirely serving these higher vibrations. Just like technology is not entirely serving these higher vibrations. So, uh, so yeah, so that's kind of my my spiel on uh, on star seeds and indigos and whatever you want to call them. But the fact is that you know a lot of the the, the children being born nowadays are coming from these other realms, these other dimensions because we are all meant to be pillars of this higher vibration to spread this light across this planet so that we can all finally live in peace and harmony. That's what we all want. And I would say that Every single person who's listening tonight is either a starseed or an indigo or a light worker of some sort, because, you know, we're all gaining access to this information that is not only going to change our own lives at an individual level, but it's going to change every single person that we come across, whether we say or do anything, our vibration exists within everything, and we're constantly changing that in every single moment. So, uh, yeah, so that's kind of what I needed to say on that.
5: Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting when you talk about the high vibration people. What is the difference between the labeled high vibration people um, when they talk talk about star seeds and indigos and you know fruit of the looms or whatever they want to call um, that and an empath?
4: Hmm, is okay. that just another label? Uh, yeah, absolutely, just another label, but a little bit different here. So. Uh, empaths don't necessarily have to be high vibration. So that's why, that's where they're different, okay? Um, very similar that a lot of high vibrational people are simply empathic. And for those of you who don't know, empath is just being extra sensitive to other people's thoughts, feelings, and emotions, and just energies in general. And uh, and so, yeah, so uh, high vibrational people Um, usually have a lot of empathic tendencies because they are just sensitive to energies and vibrations. But I've also seen um, lower vibrational people who are really hard on their luck and they're empathic and they're picking up on everything and it's making their situation and their life that much worse because it's really... Um, exaggerating everything in their life and to make it that much more difficult, you know, So, um, so empathic people, yeah, they're just extremely sensitive to what's going on and the shifting energies on this planet and that's why if you are an empath and you're listening to this, then this is your call to protect yourself, okay, to heal yourself and to give back to you because the biggest plight of an empath is giving too much to others and not enough to yourself, so Um, So that's definitely, you know, kind of a message for everyone out there, especially the ones who are extra sensitive.
5: Okay. Would you consider me an empath? Uh,
4: Let's just take a look at your energy. Hmm. Okay. Okay, so it's interesting. Um,
5: It sounds like a doctor looking at my x-rays. You (laughs) know, it's interesting, but your spleen Uh, is in your head.
4: Yeah. So, I mean, you used to be a very much more, I mean, the first word that came to me was stubborn, but uh, a much more logical, analytical kind of person who needed facts in front of them. But you're starting to change and shift your energy drastically. And I'm even getting the past four years here. And, And so what your guides actually would prefer to consider you is not necessarily an empath, but an intuitive. And and now you're probably going to ask, well, what's the difference there? So the empath is once again, like very sensitive to other people's thoughts, feelings, and emotions. Usually empaths, feel the energy across their body, either physically across their body or emotionally. And they feel those sensations. That's empathic, right? You're feeling those energies. Now, they're saying that you're more intuitive than empathic. That although you have empathic tendencies and you're heightening your sensitivities, you receive more so like logical and informational downloads. And really what they're saying is that You don't necessarily just receive these straight downloads like I would, but you receive the, um, it's almost like the missing piece to the puzzle. Like you're very good at taking a step back and looking at bigger pictures and then piecing it all together. Um, And you've actually kind of positioned yourself in that position in this lifetime to be able to do that, to take a step back and to piece everything together. And that's kind of the information, the intuitive information. It's like, you know what to look at when and you know what to piece together at what point in time. Uh, and that's kind of your more so spiritual abilities rather than just being, you know, emotionally or physically sensitive to two things, if that makes sense, if that resonates with you.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I went through yeah. this thing where I, I can look at somebody whether it's a picture in a book or like a or on Facebook, look at somebody's picture on Facebook and they mm-hmm. and I can look at them and say high vibration person.
4: Ah, cool. Or, yes, and there's your intuition. Yeah.
5: At, or people will walk by and I'll look at them and I go, "Oh, I've known you all my life." And it yeah. it ends yeah. up being that they're just it's that vibe. My daughter, yeah. my oldest daughter Lauren is supposed to be twice as switched on than I am, though.
4: Oh, um, very cool.
5: Yeah. But, uh, yeah. See see what your guides think about her because she's crazy. She had she had a ghost living in the house just because the ghost liked her energy. And uh, Oh, yeah. And she went through the whole high anxiety and trouble sleeping and all her friends yep. dumped their crap on her and the typical feeling sick when her friends felt sick. So it's... Mm-hmm. You know, and I thought, okay, she's she's just a, a ten times higher than her dad
1: uh, yeah. kind of thing. So, yeah.
5: yeah, it's it is interesting. I, I like that. Um, I like the idea of of raising a vibration, and yeah. it's it's just to me, it's you know, it, it takes me work to do it. You do it when you wake up in the morning. Yours is already set on. Max, um, but I really have to work on through meditation and uh, trying to connect, and then trying to figure out if it works. Those yeah. connections, my goodness! Yeah, <laughs> uh, you you've been doing this uh, um, well a number of years, which is which is amazing because you were born four years after I was a policeman. So it's like I can be your dad the um the, the what was I going to go with that was is does this come from anyone else in your family? Does your mother had was she switched on like this too
4: uh it's funny actually. my mother is quite a young soul she's you know she's so absolutely amazing in every possible way, but um she she has a lot of, like, love to give, but she she doesn't go very deep. She loves everything that I do, and, and she fully supports me, but uh, she doesn't go that deep. Um, now, no one else directly has the abilities that I have, and I would say it's very similar. Um, my father is quite spiritual. He's quite in tune. And he's the one who actually gave me my first ever past life regression when I was 16. And that's when I started to really open up and awaken about who I really was at that time. And uh, and so, you know, at a certain point, he was doing healings and Reiki and past life regressions on me, you know, up until probably you know sixteen to eighteen and then at a certain point I completely surpassed him and uh, and now I've I'm the one giving back to him as far as information and he asked me all these questions and we kind of go back and forth in that way so um, so yeah so he, I would say that he would be the one who's more connected although he hasn't had um, any direct uh, messages and he is quite intuitive so uh, and he's getting more and more so so Yeah, so that would be, you know, really the only connection there, even though uh, I'm thankful to say that my whole family really accepts and loves me for no matter who I am or what I can do.
5: Is this what you do for, like, is this what you do now? Or do you, like, work at Wendy's and...
4: Um yeah so this is this is my full time um position in life. So I actually just got started in 2016 with all my social media with my YouTube channel that all got started just a year ago. And in one year I've seen an absolute um transformation with where I thought I was going to be and just where I am now. Um and I just didn't think that people were ready for someone like me you know in the fullest and truest extent and now i'm just getting the feedback that uh, that's really shocking but also so beautiful because people are ready for this vibration they are ready for this next step they are ready to understand that we are more than just who we are in this moment and um and it's really great to be in this position at this time you know taking on full-time clients to the point where you know, I have to actually block off some time for myself because I'm I'm almost working too much. So yeah, yeah so it's all about balance, right?
5: Yeah, I had my friend Joanna, the same thing. She was doing readings almost seven days a week and she was burnt, burnt just out. It was crazy. Yeah. And yeah. um had to quit her real job to start doing the psychic job and still taking on more than she should and really Mm -hmm. had to back off doing that. What's your YouTube channel?
4: Yeah, so it's just, if you just go onto YouTube and look up Elizabeth April, you will find all of my videos. I think I'm at almost like 55, uh, 60 videos now, and it's great because they're all just five minutes, and, um, and they're just huge downloads of information. So a lot packed into uh you know, just five minutes, and I cover many, many topics from quantum physics to spirit guides to past lifetimes to reptilians, uh, you name it, I've pretty much covered it, and um, and that's a great source of free information. The other thing that I wanted to mention as well is um, that I do live Facebook videos, so very similar to this where you've got like a feed going and many people commenting and replying, uh, you can actually ask me your direct questions and I will channel live for you off of facebook so um so yeah, so that's another way to to get some information and to connect to me as well so it's just Elizabeth April across all social media platforms and I should pop up there somewhere
5: <laughs> eventually uh, yeah <laughs> you'll be, you'll be popping up when you when you started when you actually thought uh, I'm gonna I'm going to start doing this for a living. Was that a bit of a, a uh, bit of a, a reluctant commitment or were you a little bit cautious or did you just get good guidance and they said, go for it, step off the cliff and let's go.
4: I mean, this is definitely something that I've wanted to do and has been working up to doing my entire life. So I've I've known that this is an eventual step for me doing this full time, but it was really the um, the push in the right direction from my spirit guides, and it was essentially like a leap of faith to just kind of say, okay, I'm uh, I'm letting go of you know this other position that I had here in this life, and I'm I'm really you know taking this leap. And um, and doing something that I'm passionate about doing, and to be honest, I've never been more abundant and more happy and more grounded um, since starting this, which is really fantastic. And I don't know, it's just it's so fulfilling the position that I, I'm in, and I'm so grateful every day for it. And that's why I continue to, to check in with myself, continue to um, you know stay as as humble and as authentic
1: as possible.
5: It it is something that. I think is is needed for for um, for the people who don't quite understand what all these different changes in their lives are, and um, when you run in, into those people and they, somebody like me gets asked a bunch of questions on I can't answer, it's nice to have somebody like you to point them to. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. um, and the more of you are in the community and. Um, And not running with ego, which I've run Uh into quite a lot. It's um, it's more of a pure. uh, I'm getting just a picture of a a a creek with very a moving brook with very very pure clean water in it, and it's just getting people to to take a ride on that creek as opposed to fighting all the other ones. Like uh, there are a couple of psychics that I've had on oh in the last couple of months I'll never have back on again. Because of okay, um, because of uh, ego more than anything else. yeah. Yep. And it just it just rubbed me the wrong way. And then it then I start wondering if that that ego block is actually affecting what they're looking at.
4: Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Right. It's it's, it's it's tainting the information, and now the information is through a perception rather than. Just through a straight channel, you know a straight to translation, so
5: is that the hardest thing you you find sometimes is the translating what you're getting tra- uh channeled
4: um you know what not anymore because I'm really good at quieting my ego, quieting my mind it's it's like uh <laughs> the only times that I feel um my human comes through the information and kind of blocks the information is if I haven't like eaten enough or had enough water and, you know, my ego will will come through, my human will come through. And that's the, the survivalistic tendency saying, you have to eat, or you're really hungry, or you need to do this, you know? And I'll say, okay, okay, but not right now. I don't need to do that right now. I need to focus on this information, and then I can go right back to channeling. So, um, I mean, I spent a very long time understanding who I was as a human to understand that, uh, my human doesn't aid me in channeling. It's it's my consciousness, and then my human aids me in translation. So it's like I have this really beautiful, really perfect harmony going on between my consciousness receiving the information, and then my human uh, translating the information. And it's actually the translation is quite easy for me because you know I've got um, I've got a great vocabulary, and it's. I don't know, translation is just super easy for me. So uh, I've done the separation. I've put in my time. I've put in my work. And uh, and this is why a lot of people tend to resonate with me over, you know, some other psychics or, or uh, you know, higher vibrational beings out there.
5: Interesting. Uh, as we come up to the end of the second hour, how are you feeling?
4: Um, You know, pretty good. I mean, of course, it's, like, quite late uh, over here. It's, like, 2 a.m., so... Um, I'm open. Like I'm open to stay on maybe another half hour.
5: Okay, we can give that a shot. I'm gonna drag you kicking and screaming on for another half hour. Oh
2: and come on! <laughs> then,
5: then when we we will let you go, and then we phone mm-hmm. you right back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it is interesting. It's I I like the idea that um, you have got yourself out, and we talked about. Uh, you traveling, and I mean, I want to touch a little bit more on that, uh, and uh, what you've been, the different things you've been speaking about, and what the message is that you're most, um, most in demand to answer. Mm-hmm. Um, we've really got away from psychics who, again, read to see what Uncle Fred is coming through, and and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a good thing. I think you've expanded that yeah. into a uh where you're supposed to go with the the gifts that you have, with the tasking that you've been given by those uh big fellows in the in the spaceship. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah. another thing I'm gonna to talk to you about, those Zetas, the tall versus the short mm-hmm. the cranky short ones.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
5: <laughs> Cause those seem to be the ones that when I talk to somebody who's been abducted, it's always the short grays.
4: Yeah, exactly. Hmm. So, I mean, after the break, we can get into all of that. Like, I love explaining the difference between tall and short graves.
5: Oh, great! Because yeah. you know, if I if I had to make a difference, I would always stick with the tall ones because they much better basketball players than the little <laughs> little ones that bang their head on the dining room table as they're chasing you. And uh, yeah, I would. And remember, if they are chasing you around the dining room table. Uh, Try not to be wearing socks on a hardwood floor because it's (laughs) a real pain in the butt. We're going to be back with more from the darling Elizabeth April right after this bit of a break.
6: The SOR Sightlines is a place for you to find answers to your strange experiences. Hi there. This is Mike Schmidt. If you have had an encounter with ghosts, UFOs, Bigfoot, ETs, or anything else that doesn't make sense... Head to spacedoutradio.com and file a sightlines report. All information you give is 100% confidential and I will personally help you find the answers you need. SOR sightlines, your answers are a click away.
2: Have you got your Cosmic Passport? If you need one, tune in to Cosmic Passport on Spaced Out Weekend. This is Elizabeth Anglin, ET experiencer, spirit medium and host of Cosmic Passport. Each weekend, I'll be bringing you interviews and support from other paranormal experiencers and the best in intuitive spiritual guidance from across the globe. It's all happening starting at 9 p.m. Pacific Time, midnight Eastern on spacedoutradio.com.
3: Hi there. I'm Butch Wachowski, lead investigator with E4COP. On the final Monday of every month, you can listen to me and host Dave Scott on Spaced Out Radio's Strange Days. We're going to get to the heart of the matter when it comes to what's happening out there. People are seeing and experiencing things from E.T. contact to Bigfoot, and I want to hear about it. Your experiences are what we investigators need to help solve these unknown mysteries, so tune in at spacedoutradio.com to the final Monday of every month from Butch Wachowski's
6: Strange Days
1: visit purpleplates.com today for over 40 years the purple energy plates have been delivering amazing results for their many customers inspired by the great genius nikola tesla the harmony healing and energetic effects of the place have proven over and over to be beneficial and often miraculous to thousands of customers with their money-back guarantee and the many benefits how can you afford not to get one Check their site for daily specials and choose from their many energy products. You won't be sorry. Visit them today at purpleplates.com for mind, body, and spirit. And expect a miracle.
2: This is your medium, Joanna, from Spaced Out Weekend to Mediums and a Large. I would love it if you would come and join us with host James Tyson every other Sunday on Spaced Out Weekend together we will take your calls and your questions live our goal is to provide you with a positive outlook on deep questions that you may have questions regarding love relationships money or whatever else is on your mind come and check us out at spacedoutradio.com
8: this is eric markham news editor for the spaced out radios the encounter online we have put together a great team of writers and journalists from all over the world to bring you top quality paranormal stories From alien encounters to the latest conspiracies, you won't find any of that fake news here. True stories and top notch reporting as we look to bring these experiences to the mainstream. The encounter online only at spacedoutradio.com.
7: Patrolling the Pacific Northwest, we are always on the lookout for the strange and unassuming stories that real people are experiencing. Hi, I'm Vincent Zunza from Pacific North Weird me and Alexandra Sullivan have teamed to bring to you those odd stories that never seem to make it into the mainstream. Stories so weird that will leave you scratching your head wondering, is this real? It's as real as it gets with Pacific North Weird. You can watch our videos right here at spacedoutradio.com
2: become more intimate and interactive with spaced out radio join our space travelers club with your new membership for five dollars a month we'll provide you with special access to the website monthly prize draws from books to psychic readings along with monthly newsletter private interviews and more sign up today to be part of spaced out radio's experience
3: looking for a place to advertise at a very reasonable cost look no further than spaced out radio spacedoutradio.com has an advertising tab that you can click to check out our daily, weekly and monthly packages to play on the radio or our website including social media from commercial spots to banners. We have it all. Check out our competitive pricing today.
2: Don't have time to listen to spaced out radio live? Wherever you are, the car, the office, the shower, or even if you're traveling, we're right here for you. Each Spaced Out Radio show can be found on iTunes, TuneIn, and on our YouTube channel, Spaced Out Radio Show. It's the perfect way for you to catch up on our shows. For more information, just head over to our website, spacedoutradio.com, and tune in to us today.
3: Did you know that
5: Spaced Out Radio runs seven days a week? Hi, it's James Tyson from Spaced Out Weekend. Every Saturday and Sunday night, starting at 9 p.m. Pacific, midnight Eastern, you can join me and my guests for some great chatter about what's going on out in the universe or even in that dark part of the basement you really don't want to go back into.
6: Well, let's find the
5: answers to your experiences together. So come on up to Uncle Jimbo's cabin on the weekend. For more information, look us up at spacedoutradio.com.
0: And on Facebook, Spaced Out Radio Show. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody, to Spaced Out
5: Radio. Uh, Tonight, we have Elizabeth April, and we're talking about staying connected. Staying connected with yourself and all those other energies you'd probably want to stay connected to. While we uh, were on the break, we were kind of bouncing through a couple of questions. We had one from Corey on uh, with the speaker. Last time he spoke with Elizabeth, uh, she confirmed that he had an implant in his head and, and actually hurt that night when they were talking about it, and after, actually. But after that night, he really thinks it's gone. What do you think about that, Elizabeth? Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah. What do you think sure, about you that? You keep cutting out. Oh sorry um, okay what yeah, do you think about yeah, that just,
4: Yeah so um, yeah so I had a session with Casey actually and can you hear me
5: Yeah this one was this okay. question is from Corey.
4: Corey okay cool okay. Um, yeah so um, so I had a session with Corey or sorry yes I read his energy last time and um, and let's just take a look and he's talking about you know wondering if the implant is still there or not Um, after we spoke. So one second, let's take a look here. Hmm, Okay, great. Okay. So it's not necessarily the fact that it's gone or removed per se, but it's the fact that it has, um, it's no longer active, right? And that's kind of what they call it is that it's, it's been deactivated. So it's no longer actively doing what it needed to do, which is good because, um, there was some sort of completion in whatever was said or whatever was channeled last time on the air, um, for Corey. So yeah, absolutely. I think you're, you're bang on the money here where um, you know, there's some sort of completion, and the chip is no longer active, so it's no longer um, doing what it was doing before, and uh, and that's a positive thing. That's a good thing, and actually, that leads us into what we were talking about before, James, with uh, the difference between tall and short graves. Yes, and um, yeah, and you know, a lot of the abduction and the experiences that people have had on this planet with being abducted have a lot to do with these short little greys. And I can absolutely confirm that they are very unemotional, very logical, not very compassionate or empathic whatsoever. Uh, I just have to validate that they do not have the capacity to be compassionate, to be emotional, to be, you know, connected in that way. Uh, And that's why a lot of people say that they have quite you know, frightening or awful experiences with them because, you know, they really couldn't care less about where you're at, you know, Uh, they have a mission to complete and that's what they're doing. They are the worker bees for the other um, taller greys on the ships. So, There's pretty much short grades, medium grades, and tall grades. Short grades are specifically the workers. They're meant to, um, you know, build things, uh, have technological breakthroughs, and really just meant to um, carry out the tasks that we need done, you know, for this awakening and for that, that planet and, and that civilization. The medium grays are more so the delegators of the tasks. So they're kind of like the managers of the short grays and they oversee things, uh, but their positions are still limited. And then the tall grays, which is where I come from, are meant to be um, the most, uh, intellectual and also the most wise out of the uh, three different strains of grace and, um, and the tall grace do have, you could call them emotions, even though they don't have emotional expression, but they are very connected to source energy. They're very connected to um, intelligence. They're very connected to emotions and expression in that way. And, and of course, um, everyone, all of them are all telepathic which is kind of this one unity consciousness which is kind of cool to experience in a lifetime as well. So yeah, so that's kind of like the difference between all three greys and definitely the tall greys are going to be the most rare out of the three that um, you hear about or that you come across and the short greys are going to be the most popular. There's just simply more of them um, because we just need more of them pretty much. So,
5: so that would just like the worker bees.
4: Yeah. Sorry, yeah. what was the question?
5: Sorry. Um they'd be like the yeah. worker bees for the for, they're the they're the ones doing more of the the hands on work, let's say?
4: Yeah. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. The the more so like that's more so like physical things, like the physical objections. Uh the the energetic transmutation of our vibrational frequency is done by the taller grays.
5: Now, I've been told, um, let's see, I've been told that if you had an experience and, and you've got a bunch of these little short little greys grab you and you're off in a ship somewhere, you have the right to ask for a, a, um, another being uh, to be there as kind of as an observer to make sure that you're not uh, cut up into little pieces or something. Is that true or to your understanding?
4: Yeah, I mean, I I haven't had too, too much experience with the short graves, other than, you know, getting them to carry out some of my tasks, but uh, that is absolutely a possibility. If you feel frightened, if you feel like your life is being threatened in any way, you can absolutely call upon someone else to be there to oversee things. Um, you know, the short graves they are pretty, they're pretty... Um, like they're pretty good at what they do, but, uh, but once again, they don't have the capacity for anything a little, like deeper than what they do. And, and that's why, you know, people th- feel very threatened in their presence, even though um, they are not meant to hurt or harm humans in any sort of way. Uh, but human experiences perceive things differently, even though they're pre-contracted to do those things, um, it can be quite a frightening experience. Now, that being said, I will say that there are grey species out there because there's many, many grey species, but um, there are grey species out there that are quite negative that aren't as positive as I paint, you know, my particular grey species. So I don't want to, like, discount or discredit anyone else out there who has had these experiences with short greys and and have had very negative experiences, um, you know, and I, I have personally not heard of any sort of like torturing experiences with graves but um some people perceive things differently and once again there are different species of graves out there who absolutely have been more negative and destructive on this planet than the species that i necessarily come from
5: what is the most destructive species other than man on this planet right now
4: oh i mean on this planet that's it's tough to say, but, you know, it's tough and it's clear at the same time. Like, if you want to say, like, physical species on this planet, I would say absolutely the reptilians. Um, they are very destructive and very uh, un- empathetic and very, uh, like, almost, like, hateful towards and spiteful towards uh, humanity as we know it. So they've been trying to control us for a very, very long time.
5: Wow. Yeah. And... Like and some someone else I was talking to when I was telling them that my DNA went only went back 30,000 years and that was the last time we, or the the only trace of it, or that's when it started. And they said, well, don't you know you're part reptilian? I thought, drat, I thought those were the, the nasty ones.
4: Mm, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, try not to worry because... There is always positive and negative in every single species. So even though, you know, reptilians are prevalent, they're pretty much everywhere on this planet, um, and their main goal is to suppress this planet, it doesn't necessarily mean that all of them are the bad guys, that all of them are working for for the, the dark side. Uh, that's not true at all. Um So just kind of keeping an open mind and and understanding and realizing that there is positive and negative to every species and that, you know, there are different aspects of yourself that you pull from all of these different lifetimes that we've learned and that we've come from. And in a sense, we all have reptilian DNA within us that is part of our hybridization Um, We have the reptilian brain. We have the fight or flight mentality, and that specifically comes from, you know, the DNA coming from reptilians. So um, technically, we are all hybrids.
5: Drat. (laughs) That's probably why I like slithering out on a nice hot rock somewhere in the sun. Hey, um, one of the questions comes through the chat here in Spreaker is asking if you've had any kind of experience beyond this universe um, and not into uh, hmm. referring to parallel universes, uh, which is contained within the massive universe.
4: Hmm. Okay, yeah. I mean, to be honest, no, I haven't really stretched myself that far to go into other universes. Um It's so interesting. Yeah, I've definitely gone into parallel realities and parallel universes, but but never a different one consciously anyway. And the reason being is because I have to be very careful about how far I go um, and how far I leave my body. Because sometimes if we go too far, uh, the cord that attaches our um, etheric astral selves to our bodies can get cut. It can get snipped and then you can kind of lose your way and be very aloof for the rest of your life. So, yeah, so I just have to be very careful about, you know, how far I go and where I go and and when I go and, and how I come back, which is really important. And that's why I kind of stay within this universe anyway. But I have seen some pretty wild things and some other dimensions that are, are contained within this universe, and uh, and it's quite an interesting place to be, you could say.
2: Hmm.
5: When you say... That if you're, if the cord gets snipped, you're very aloof. Is that what you said?
4: Yeah. Yep. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, so you're just out of your body, right? You're just very, like, you're very ungrounded. You're very, like, um, like, like, liminal. you know, you're just kind of, you're just, you can't really make up your mind. You're kind of all over the place. You, you know, you can get dizzy really often and, like, you know, just, Things like that, just being ungrounded, just being like all over the place, kind of thing, because you're not you're not harmonized with your astral self, you're not harmonized with your consciousness, so you're just kind of you're pilot, you're you're um, like piloting an em- empty plane, kind of thing.
5: Okay, couple other questions here. Um, one was one of the people are asking that uh, they heard that there were good reptilians. Is that- would you think there are? Is it one of those things where there's such so many of them that there might be a race of good ones?
4: Oh, absolutely. I mean, like I was saying, there are good and bad reptilians. There are good and bad individuals in every single species out there. So, I mean, even though they have been um really demonized a lot in the past and, and a lot of it they deserve it. Uh we can't say that the whole species is bad, you know. Um there are a lot of good ones uh that are also working with the Galactic Federation and the tall gray Zetas to help awaken this humanity. So uh so yeah, absolutely there's good and bad in, in every species.
5: Oh wow. So the so the Galactic Federation let's um Let's just touch on that really quick because th- that just rolled off your tongue like we have mm-hmm. all watched every episode of Star Wars. I mean, uh, Star <laughs> Trek. Oh my God! I'm going to get zapped by lightning for saying the the W word instead of the Trek word. But the in the Galactic Federation is it's basically the United Nations of of the other side, the space, the um, the non Earthling types. Correct.
4: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's exactly how I explain it. it. It is like the UN for this galaxy, for this universe. It is an accumulation of all of the species that are out there kind of in one place uh, with one mission, you know? How can we perpetuate the vibration in this universe, in this galaxy, on this planet? And, uh, and that's, yeah, it's just every species kind of getting together and, and working out these, these universal issues.
5: What's the, what is the big deal with us? Why do umpteen yeah. species have to get together and help us?
4: Uh, there's, this is a loaded question. There are so many aspects to this, but uh, mostly it's because we are this grand experiment. Uh, this planet has so many layers, so many facets. You know, this reality has so much to it. Um, and, and there's so many ways that I can answer this question, but, um, one of them is that we are this, um, this grand experiment between being a hybrid and having the DNA of multiple different species. So, um... Not only are we physical, third-dimensional um, beings at an atomic level, but we also have the capacity to travel travel interdimensionally. This is something very rare in species of such a lower vibration. Um, and the other thing that really sets us apart, the other thing that makes us so special on this on this in this universe at this time, is the consciousness grid that was manifested, that was created, that was manufactured for this planet, that is around this planet. And some people call them ley lines. I call it a consciousness grid, and it is really the thing that connects every living thing together on this planet. And this consciousness grid was created for this planet to help us awaken fast to help us awaken exponentially. It's almost like back in the day when, you know, language was uh, created on one end of the world it was actually simultaneously created on the other end of the world with no communication between the two groups whatsoever and we've seen this with inventions we've seen this with breakthroughs we've seen this with revelations in entire civilizations time and time again and what is connecting these civilizations if it's not direct contact if it's not communication what is it it's this consciousness grid that we are all connected to. And if this grid, if this grand experiment actually plays out like we're all hoping it will in a positive way, then this is also an experiment that will take place in many different locations on in within the rest of the universe. So, I mean, this is really this everyone all these beings are on the edge of their seat to see what humanity does next and you know what we can do within uh, given our capacity and given this new um information so yes yeah, so it's, an, it's an exciting time
5: it one of the other questions come through is what is source or what do you believe it is or what have mm. you been told it is
4: Yeah, so absolutely. So source, I mean, I just call it like source energy, universal source. It's what other people would define as God, you could say. And it is just one energy that exists within every living thing. Now, this energy isn't just an object. It's not just, you know, there. It's actually intelligent. This energy is conscious. It's aware. And when we leave each and every dimension in this universe, we rejoin source energy, which is, you know, technically at the center of the universe. And once again, with living within any and all living things within this universe. And so it's pretty much just a collective of every single consciousness within this universe existing within one source energy um, without individuality, without you know, an individual body. It is just free-form energy, one and everything and nothing all at the same time, is what I would consider source energy to be.
5: What do you consider angels to be?
4: Okay, so angels are simply, um, you know, whether you're religious or not, angels do exist. They are simply angelic beings that exist from the 8th and the 11th dimensions, and, uh, yeah, they are exactly that. They are beings of, of beautiful white light, and they visit us and they help us. They're very similar to Palladians in their vibrational frequency, um, and, uh, and they could be spirit guides, they can be guides for humanity, many different kind of aspects of angels, but very similar to Vedas or any other interdimensional species. Um, that's kind of why they're around as well.
5: What. Is there a separation between what we know as the archangels to lower angels?
4: Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's just kind of like a hierarchy. The archangels are more so um, like like a larger vibration or a higher vibration. And I, I really don't like saying higher or lower vibration because, once again, this is separation. And, you know, beyond dimensions, there is no separation. But you know, technically these archangels have a much higher and more powerful vibration than, say, other angels who are just those beings existing within those dimensions.
6: Okay.
5: That's very interesting. Yeah. Do you have the opportunity to kind of sit down and write a bunch of questions thinking, well, I think this would be really good to ask? Or is this information just given to you as it comes through?
4: Um, you know, when I first stepped into these, like, direct channeling abilities, I was asking about pretty much everything. Oh, why this? Why that? What's going on here? You know, what's happening to the planet over here? And it was really, you know, interesting and intriguing, but, um... But it's too much, you know. Too much information is not a good thing either. And so, uh, so now I just let the information come to me. You know, I, I really hardly ask anything nowadays, and I just allow things to divinely flow, or I allow messages to come into my reality to show me what needs to be said or what needs to be done. Um, in that way,
5: interesting. That's that's really yeah. cool. I I just want to do that. That would be fun. Like <laughs> what well, I say. It would be fun and I want to do it because I don't know what it's like. I'm pretty sure yeah. it's kind of spooky at the front end when you're this this thing all comes on at once.
4: Yeah, maybe at first, you know, and then you just kind of get used to it.
5: <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I see dead people and yeah, I kind of <laughs> get used to it. Yeah. So, do you see dead people too? Can you um Yeah. Do the ghost thing? Yeah.
4: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's kind of how I got started when I was a kid. I would see spirits walking around um, everywhere. So, and uh, and that's kind of how I was how I was tapping in at the time. And I also saw that some of the spirits that I saw were angels as well. So I was raised in a Catholic home. So I instantly thought that the the, the beings who were talking to me was God, and that the the spirits that I saw were angels because that's all I had. Been led to believe, you know, when I was like ten years old. So, um, so yeah, I kind of had to reprogram myself and and really understand what what I was seeing and and what that really meant. And um, and I help spirits cross over to the light all the time because spirits tend to get stuck a lot of the time in this realm because they haven't let go of everything that they needed to.
5: Yeah, it's it's one of those things too. If you. It, it, it again based on what you're taught as a child you could see yeah. the ghost of some poor guy who didn't cross over and think oh that's a demon i've right. got to run yeah
4: yeah exactly exactly
5: yeah there's a there's a um a question coming in are you do you f- think yourself as more mind or heart based like s- spirit or soul based
4: Hmm. Um, Yeah, I would absolutely say that, uh, you know, it's it's difficult, but I would say that I'm more mind-based over heart, and I know that that's kind of it's tough for like a healer or a spiritual individual to even say that. Um, but it's definitely my ET side that comes out in me. I'm much more intellectual. I'm much more logical. It makes a lot more sense for me to structure things and to organize things in my mind rather than just to feel everything all at once at, a, at an emotional level. Um, it's too much for me. Emotions, you know, attachments and emotions I just don't understand in this lifetime. And that's why, you know, the relationships in my life are very, um, they're just different than most other people. Like, I understand the the laws of impermanence. I don't really attach myself to anything or anyone um, because it doesn't, it's not serving me and it's not serving that person. So, absolutely hence that I'm, I'm much more mind over heart um, but I'm, I'm definitely learning to be more heart to these days and to connect more um, with myself at a more you know emotional and heart level but also to connect to um, to others at a more heart-based level as well
5: you you also maybe because of who you are in your tasking um, the heart side has been pushed away because you don't have time for that
4: it's true. It's so true. Yeah, it's, it's exactly
5: correct. One of the uh, uh, callers we've had um, who first started seeing these things, following them around, we determined they were um, multidimensional or from a like the eighth or ninth dimension. And over time, in talking to a couple of the um, more switched on psychics, uh, determined that this guy was a um, an angel, basically. His mm. his soul is an angel and he is here to do um, some work. And he was complaining on why, you know, he couldn't get a girlfriend. And very bluntly, it was because you don't have time right now. Mm. Yep. You can have relationships, but they're not going to be long. They're going to be short-lived, um, fulfilling the needs of the time. And then you have to get back your head has to get screwed back on until you get these uh, tasks out of the way Um, Catherine who we talked earlier about her um, being tapped on the head and her implant being deactivated would you be able to tell which group of um, uh, space relatives that would have been done by
4: yeah I can take a look at that one second let's see here Hmm, okay. Okay, so interesting. Um, I'm hearing a response here, and I see that it was indeed the, the Graves who initially implanted her. And, uh, and I want to say it was medium gray, not tall, not short, medium. And then, uh, and then the interesting thing about that was um, it was really uh, the contact through palladium that the chip was implanted in the first place. So it was like the Palladians sent out the work order, and then the, the Greys were the ones who actually did the work. Um, but it was it, it was essentially a call from her Palladian soul tribe or her Palladian soul family um, who asked for that to be done, and and it seems like it's something that once again was pre contracted for to be done in this lifetime.
5: Wow. Yeah. Well, there you go, Catherine. It's the Palladians. Ordered the Greys to do it. So you can't blame everybody. Yeah. Just two <laughs> How many people yeah. do you think out there are, have these kind of implants? Um, oh, it depends. I would say at least... Okay,
4: I would say anywhere between like 25 and 40% of society on this planet.
5: Okay. Um, yeah. Do I have one?
4: Hmm, let's take a look here, James. Okay. Okay, so um, I do see one. It's inactive. It's uh, old. Um, it looks like it was implanted in you at a very young age. Um, and I actually see it uh, right Behind your right shoulder, so it's kind of like, uh, yeah, like yeah, exactly that. Like right behind your right shoulder is where I see it. But once again, it's inactive. It's old technology, and and it's it has been. It it is just really old. You know, it's been inactive for quite a long time. Um, so yeah, so nothing to worry about there. And and it, once again, I'm not getting a any sort of malice intent here. It was more so just to track your vibration to make sure that you are on the right path
5: okay cool so it's yeah. probably why that thing shows up on x-rays and it's all big old tubes um <laughs> that's really <laughs> old. yeah um don goodwin was asking uh could you tell if she has an implant and uh because doctors picked up a small something and wanted to remove it and mm. she heard it could be dangerous to remove it is that true
4: Ah, okay. It depends on the implant, um, whether it's dangerous or not. Um, if it is active, it can be very dangerous to physically remove it. If it's inactive, it will literally not affect you whatsoever if you remove it. And um, the only thing that I'm hearing that if it is active and you remove it, uh, it's going to get you really sick. Like that's what I like. It's just, it's going to like Okay, I'm getting, this, um, I'm getting the comparison of like pulling the plug on your computer and not properly shutting it down. That's pretty much what it's like. So it's like you're pulling this chip out forcefully and it hasn't been able to shut down um, the, the harmony or the connection with your energy. So it can actually make you quite sick. It's definitely not life-threatening to take it out if it's still active, um, but it's definitely not a good thing either. Now, as for her in particular, yeah, absolutely. So I do see that that is an interdimensional chip. And, um, okay, and they're saying that it's, it's okay for it to be removed if you so desire, but it's also not hurting you. And um, it's okay for it to be removed um, because it is inactive, and you wouldn't have found it or the doctors wouldn't have found it if it wasn't uh, meant to be found let's
5: just leave it at that okay cool that's good to know uh the in that whole 30 to 40 percent of the population having them that's uh that's a lot of work (laughs) for the billions Mm -hmm. of people out there the you know you to monitor that and see who's got one or, or you know do updates and my gosh that's uh I just think of the paperwork and it's overwhelming, Um, (laughs) (laughs) but also to monitor somebody's vibration to see if they're on the right track. That's of interest. Um, If they weren't on the right track while they're being monitored, what could, could the, um, uh, happen to them? What could these beings do show up and kind of knock them on the head and spin them around and point them in a different direction?
4: Um, yeah, I mean, there's definitely like protocols and procedures. It depends on each person's vibration, but um, but it is kind of like yeah, they will be like pointed in the right direction or guided, or you know, there will be a wake up call for that person if they're not necessarily on the path that they were they are supposed to be on.
5: Us- those usually come in the uh, little bits and pieces of like a minor heart, heart attack or. Uh, transient cancer, or you know, getting cancer and then it going away or being cured of it. Yeah, so, you know. Yeah, a, a I mean, all part slap of in it. Slapping the head. Yeah.
4: Freak accidents, you know, like it's it's all part of this shift and an awakening.
5: Yeah, I was in a really bad accident when I was sixteen, and two children were killed in the other car, and I actually wow. saw the spirit of like a full body, um, apparition of the. Child from the other car, following his dad in the hospital, and I often look back and th- and I used to think, you know, if I slept in for two seconds longer, if I left two seconds later, it was all comes down to right. the split second in time yeah. that we came yeah. in contact with each other, and you know, hindsight, you you would go through whether I would, you know, brush my teeth for a half a second longer. All these things you think of would have avoided. Right. A contact at that specific time at that location and his children would have lived. So i often wonder why that occurred the way it did and whether the, um, the lesson from this was his or all of us that were involved. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's just when you start looking at, um, like not karma, but, uh, Fate, I sh- I should say, mm-hmm. um, and where that play, what role fate has in in a person's life, is there a role for fate, or is this completely mapped out in the Akashic record?
4: Um, yeah, absolutely. It's really like it's fifty fifty. It's it's half predestined contracts and half, um, you know, free will and what you create in the moment. Right, so. The, the beautiful thing about being human is that we do have the free will to create anything that we want to create in any moment, even if it goes against our predestined contracts. So, um, but I, I will have to say that in a moment like that, an accident like that, that was all predestined for you. That was meant to happen. There was absolutely some karma involved in all of that. Um, and there was also some completion involved in some of that as well. And that's when like a past life regression really helps completing some of that information of why that happened again or why that happened in this lifetime. But, you know, it wasn't just one of your karmas involved. It was all of you. Uh, each one of you involved was involved in that, um, in that accident was involved in that karma. So, yeah, we're all co-creating what we need in this life together. Wow,
5: Yeah, it's, it is kind of, again, you're trying to come back to the connecting, um, not only connecting to our higher self, connecting to others, connecting to spirit, but connecting to who we were, uh, I sh- I, not even who we were, who we are and what experiences mm-hmm. we had in those past lives and what experiences we will have in our next life. A lot of the listeners that I have are, you know, we, we focus down, are interested in what is going to happen around us with, you know, in the next six months or the next year. And when I say around us, I don't mean um, around our, our house. We're, ex- we're expanding to what's going to happen around the planet and how we're connecting to that, are we, are we going to get punished by those people paying attention to us and watching us, or those beings paying uh, paying attention to us from outer space? By, by, they're get, just going to let us kind of screw up the banking system and uh, screw up the planet. or Are they going to step in, and if so, how and when?
4: Yep, yep, exactly.
5: So. What do you think, sleepyhead?
4: <laughs> Sorry, it's like almost 3 a.m. here. Um, I know. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, I. it's just, it's, there's only so much that you can step in and intervene, you know, when it comes down to it. Um, we, as, as beings of light, we have to let people stumble and fall and scrape their knee and and learn the lessons that they're meant to learn. You know, in this lifetime, that's really what it comes down to.
5: Should so, I be? I mean, should I be um, yeah. moving to a farm inland or and away from the coast?
4: <laughs> as far as like what, like the major shift? Yeah, what's going to happen?
5: The shift and everything.
4: I mean, yeah, like what I've seen is a. a a big rise in the water. Yeah, I've seen it by a couple feet. So um, a lot of the coastal regions will be flooded at that time. Um, And I'm not entirely sure about timelines with this because, you know, timing is all over the place right now. But but yeah, like, I don't know. I don't want to say like, you know, move tomorrow, but it's definitely important to start thinking about possibly some considerations regarding major environmental shifts that are going to be happening on this planet as well as the political and economic shifts that we're already seeing happening on this planet. Oh.
5: Well that's always like lovely to know being that I grew up on an island a delta that was 2 to 3 feet below sea level and oh, each wow. of the each of the 66 by 120 foot lots on that little delta in the river, sell for about a million and a half dollars without a house on wow. it. So, yeah, move over there. Spend a lot of money and better <laughs> buy a boat. Hey, uh, one more question before I let you go. Are we, as humans, on this little blue planet, are we being farmed? And I think you meant like, are we being... um? Bred and are being used for more than just. Uh, well, I'm not gonna. The question is: Are we being farmed? So you can take that yeah. as whatever you want. Are we being farmed? Are we being fed to giants? I don't know. It's. Uh, mm-hmm. Are we just being uh, bred and interbred, and just to, to work on a, a higher consciousness human?
4: Um, yeah, I mean, essentially, I mean, that's a pretty harsh term as farmed, but yeah. uh, we are a part of a bigger picture that does include genetic manipulation to help us ascend to the next um, evolutionary step within humanity. So in a sense, I mean, yeah, if you want to put it, you know, cut and dry, it's going to be, um, yes, like we are being farmed in a way to create this new genetic hybrid that we are moving into. Um, and it's, it's beautiful. And everyone who is being taken and everyone who is a part of this major experiment, once again, has predestined contracts that they have already signed that their souls are already aware of to be a part of this, um, this new hybridization project at this time. So in a sense, yeah, we're being farmed, but is it a negative farming? No, it's actually helping us defend. It's helping us move forward to the next level, which is quite a beautiful thing in my eyes.
6: Oh,
5: very good. What are the yeah. I've got? Um, remember I said it was got one more question? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's two more questions here, and that's it. That's it. We're done. Okay. Oh, look, and they're both by okay. the same person. Um. We are talking about the flooding and the water and water okay. rise. Do you think that New York is going to be affected by that? It's New York City?
4: Um, you know, I haven't been directed to New York necessarily. A lot of the coastal regions will be affected. You know, once again, anything that is below sea level is going to be affected. Uh, I've seen, you know, Florida not working so well. Um and even, like, the California coast. uh, And then there's even a lot of islands and things like that that will be wiped out because they are lower than sea level, and it's going to rise dramatically in the next, you know, 10, 15 years.
5: Yeah, and that's what we got from a couple of other people, too. The half, um, you know, the southern half of Florida, basically gone. Uh, The Louisiana down in New Orleans on the delta, gone. Um, San Diego, uh, some of the lower places along even the Pacific Northwest here, Seattle, uh, that's going to be a, a goner. Victoria, British Columbia, up uh, Vancouver in the area here, there's going to be basically just spotted islands of high ground and the rivers are uh, going to be a lot higher. Yeah, so there is, yeah. there is a, uh, a, and this is just, we are only concentrating on North America. You think of Central America and places like that too. It's going to be just mm-hmm. um, cray cray, as my yeah. grandparents would say. Um, the <laughs> 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 I'm going to let you go to bed unless you are. You're probably you're 24. you probably got your gym jams on. Your sleep. You're laying in bed. The phone's beside your head. You got, <laughs> you got the posters hanging around of your favorite musician. Hold on, well, that's 14. <laughs> One of the two. Yeah. Twenty four, yeah. fourteen. What the heck? What kind of motorcycle do you have?
4: <laughs> I have a two fifty Yamaha Virago.
5: Oh. I don't think you'd make it to Sturgis on the two fifty Virago.
4: <laughs> I know, but I'm such a tiny person. Anything oh. else is too big for me.
5: Oh come on. I've got a <laughs> two thousand and seventeen road glide. It's like nine hundred pounds. I, I, can, I can put it on cruise control and just sit on the back seat and have a nap. It's just wants to go straight all the time. All right. Wow. I'm going to let you go. we got 15 minutes left, and uh, I think I can chat for a little bit and recap. And if if you want, you can always jump in, <laughs> come back. <laughs> and for everybody else out there, there are two episodes of this show tonight so I will be editing them and putting them together on uh, back into Spreaker and onto YouTube. So when you go to pull these things off later, uh, which is silly because you've heard the entire show. So don't re really <laughs> listen to it. The uh, It'll be back in, in one big chunk here. And I want to thank you, uh, Elizabeth April, for showing up. And uh, I understand that you're going to be coming back on with uh dave scott unfortunately um know <laughs> <laughs> he's he's funny um yeah you'll be coming on uh, once a month now i think is it
4: yeah yeah so i'll be back every month
5: cool uh, well i'm gonna drag you probably for an hour one night on the shift with skeeter wellhouse and you guys can talk about what you both see as things to come and how we can use our um good thoughts and and positive vibrations to make sure all this stuff doesn't uh, blow up on our face. And uh, you, could, you can have your guides, talk to her guides, and yeah, be kind of cool. Yeah, again, that'd be
4: awesome.
5: Yeah, Well, thank you very much again. Uh, this is Elizabeth April, and please go to our website, elizabethapril.com. Look up Elizabeth April on YouTube. Look at about 55 of her little video snippets there, Elizabeth April on Facebook and on Twitter. She's everywhere. She's in more <laughs> social media than Dave Scott. And, again, I want to thank you for coming out and staying up so late because uh, it's a school night. Good Goodness gracious, young lady, you should be fast asleep.
4: <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. And I love your uh, quirky sense of humor and all of your great questions.
5: Oh, well, thank you. What sense mm-hmm. of humor? I have no sense of humor. Okay, thank you very much, and I hope to talk to you again. Good night, Elizabeth.
4: Yeah, for sure. Have a great night. Thank you. Bye. You bet.
5: Bye-bye. Elizabeth April, again, please go to her, go to her YouTube. Uh, a lot of good stuff out there. That was, um, you know, I it's <laughs> poor kid. And I say kid because she's, like, just about a third my age. But, uh, yeah, just uh, fantastic uh, a lot of the psychics I do talk to are all in their 40s or 50s or like Skeeter, in her late 80s okay, maybe not uh, but uh, 24 years old holy cow, what uh, there's a switched on connected young lady, so if you're looking to get a a reading um, man, oh man, that's uh, somebody you want to go to, because as we were talking, she was getting information, and I don't know if you caught it, every so often she'd She'd be answering a question, and then she'd go. She'd be saying things like, "Yeah, yeah, okay," like she's getting information from the person beside her, and she's like, talk, quit talking. I'm on the radio." And then it comes through. So that's a um, a pretty slick, pretty slick channeler. When you uh, are in the middle of a conversation and you start getting downloads that quickly, absolutely amazing, Elizabeth April. Um, thanks for. You guys who are on Spreaker for putting up with me because I don't really look at the speaker chat speaker chat room that often because a lot of times it's um, like I think tonight we were talking about curry pizza and totally derails my train of thought was my next question so I'm over on the spacedoutradio.com uh, website and and that chat room or in in Facebook but uh, and don't get me going on. Twitter because that's that I just blow up the computer two or three times more than usual which was kind of funky because uh, one of the psychics we had on a week or so ago when that happened and now it happened once after the show was over when two psychics were doing a reading for somebody and the whole system just shut down actually it was one psychic doing a reading for another psychic and uh, it was getting really good and all of a sudden the computer decided to restart and then it happened uh, about two Sundays ago i think and it was the same thing the psychic came through and said yeah we got basically shut down and uh of course i'm thinking it was all the bad jokes i made about the trump election but the um it was it was something from outside our atmosphere that actually uh, put its its solar finger in there and said nope you guys can't talk about this anymore and moved on which is Again, what Elizabeth a- April found tonight. Uh, you know, at least I'm only getting the computer shutting down and restarting. I'm not like Dave who gets a little gray guy looking through the windows at him. That would be a little bit more uh, disheartening than having your computer shut down and uh, restart. But it is a pain. Again, pain in the butt. And again, and I will get that thing edited, put them together. So we'll have one long show. Yeah, and John in the speaker chat room going twenty four. Yeah, I had no idea she was that young. Yeah, I have socks older than her, which doesn't say much for my wardrobe. Um, the <laughs> it's crazy. The the um, the types of stuff that we're we are getting on um, with uh, here at Space Out Radio is uh, absolutely fantastic. We are getting a lot of the. Um, more of this. i am I going to say more of the intuitive side, more of the psychic side? As we poke into the paranormal, um, we are using psychics now a lot more to do remote viewing of things like uh, when Mike Smith uh, wants. You think you saw a big hairy beast running in the bush, and uh, you know we'll we'll tune into one of our psychics who will do a remote viewing. Or check with their guides on that thing, uh, what you saw. And it, it could be your neighbor's uncle, Ralph, running naked through the bush. Or it could be a Bigfoot. But that's what we're going to get. We are going to use those um, resources to find out what these things are. And we're not going to use one. We'll have kind of the blind, um, kind of a triple blind. We'll probably use three different independent um, psychics who can do a remote viewing and uh, see what it is. And if if they all kind of agree, then we'll we'll take a run at it and uh, get back to you. Again, that's the same with uh, ghosts. That's the same with UFOs, uh, Skeeter Wellhouse. Um, we're going to have her on doing one of these again where she actually went through a house that Mike Mornin and I uh, did a paranormal investigation on two years ago, and she walked into this place, and it's in Canada. She's down in Washington State. Described the house perfectly as she walked in and uh, right down to where the, the washing machines and the wash tub were, and then identified f- that were five spirits in the place, uh, got names on two of them, and the little kid just name was Baby Girl, but crossed uh, four out of five of them over while we were on air. And we're going to do that again uh, in, a, in a couple of months. There's some other really good paranormal uh, investigations that Mike and I have been on, Dave has been on, and uh, we're going to reach out to a couple of other uh, groups, some down in the U.S., uh, legitimate uh, paranormal groups that that have encountered things in residences, and those uh, spirits are still there. So I think we'll we'll have um, them on, and we'll have Skeeter do a remote view at those locations and see what it, what uh, is found and how accurate everything is it was absolutely fantastic and this is the way i believe a paranormal investigation should be done eric cooper and the guys at forest moon paranormal um, look those guys up if you have i don't care where you are um, if you're down in in the southern u.s if you're in australia new zealand uh the netherlands um are wherever you are phone them up or send them an email. And they'll send somebody to the location to a remote view and see what's in there. Absolutely fantastic. And this is, uh, there's no horsing around with three hours of somebody wanting to know the spirit's name and trying to have them come through. You'll already know the name when you get there. You'll know if they want to cross or not. Heck, if you may have crossed them before you even do the investigation brilliant absolutely brilliant and that's uh, where I think this type of investigation or this the, the it's the next step for a paranormal investigation it is the next step and it's something that Dave and I are going to use uh, not only for our own paranormal investigations but uh, and uh, when I mean paranormal investigation I mean that looking for a ghost but also cryptids and extraterrestrials something we can use to confirm, uh, what you saw or what you're feeling. And, uh, I think it's going to be really good, really good way of doing this stuff. And I want to thank you all for dropping on, dropping in. And I like to thank you for sticking by us after the, that crazy, um, that crazy thing that happened with the, the system shutting down. And I swear, we weren't doing anything like unplugging it on this end. It just, it was what it was. It just, the system completely shut down, and uh, (laughs) it restarted. And if you were wondering what this looks like, they've got multiple, well, got two, two computer screens here going, and a number of websites up, and all of a sudden, everything just... It almost went like when I was 1960s TVs that faded away to the little dot in the middle of the, uh, in, the in the middle of the screen. But it's the weirdest thing to have those things happen. Absolutely uh, bizarre. But again, thanks very much for dropping in. Um, I'll be here until Monday uh, while Dave is in Boston doing his thing. And Dave will be at a uh, he's over there at a Paracon. Uh, speaking tomorrow night. Uh, tune in. We have near death experience with Yvonne Sweden. Uh, followed uh, on the weekend, uh, actually on Friday. Mary Sutherland comes in, talks a little bit more with paranormal. And on Saturday, we have uh, Cisco uh, comes in, and we're going to talk about well, ghosts and and in the stupid way some paranormal groups just leave them hanging but again that's on saturday with on spaced out weekend and then that's followed by two mediums and a large on sunday so a bunch of stuff coming up and for you and all your friends out there pass it on Catherine james uh she's really busy making sure that everybody knows that we're out and about and uh which is really actually she's really good at Making people aware that Dave is out and about. I think, uh, I think he's been he's been sending her maple syrup or something down there, and uh, yeah, I may have to start doing that too. Drat! Have to bribe Catherine to let get her to do some of my uh, fancy social media here too. Ah, oh, what the heck? What can we do, Catherine? What can we do? I will. Uh, I will. I will be back. I will be back tomorrow um, after I do my editing and my pasting and all that other stuff I have to do. So, good night to everybody on Spreaker, in Facebook, uh, around the world, uh, 160 countries. Thank you, uh, United Public Radio Network. And for everyone out there, anybody just tuning in as we leave, I still want you, please just keep an open mind because we all love you well most of you
6: Let's roll. And hey, 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 hey. Let's be careful out there. Far over the snow.
7: Sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that.
0: Dave's not here!
2: Headline edition July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. Army officers say the missile found sometime last week has been inspected at Roswell, New Mexico, and sent to Wright Field, Ohio, for further inspection.